Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez show starts right now. Yeah, it does start right now. It is the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to guess today is Monday because I watched football yesterday. So uh, that means time to pick up the telephone, bring up the YouTube bonds, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Give us a call as we get started on the uh, Ichibans. 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 Uh, which is actually an Asian phrase, which uh, means uh, Dave knew what that was. Uh, Paul, Paul, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Happy hey. Monday. How um, are you? Good. My Ichiban is the... Hottest ass I've seen in a long time is accusing the Jets of uh, sexually harassing her. Well, what exactly uh, went down there? I guess they were throwing the football a little stuff to try to try to throw it near, and, and then uh, I guess they were making slurry slurry remarks, is what I heard. There is nothing uh, more important, and nothing that football needs more uh, than attractive, clueless women standing very, very close to the sidelines and um, trying to come up with tiny, insignificant facts. Did of, you see pictures of her? Uh, of why people uh, should be... Uh, no, th they all look the same. They all look like they should be doing um, attractive women, and for some reason they throw it to them twice a game there on the sidelines. And... Um, they just have nothing to add. Just make sure you mute that, would you? Thanks. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 860-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to Sean. Sean, keeping the... Ichiban going. Uh, by the way, everybody, you need to get in on an Ichiban today. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, I got an Ichiban for you. Yes, uh, yesterday in Chicago versus the Lions, we learned that even though you cross the end zone, you have your hand on the ball, both your knees and feet are down, you're still not down. Well, the only thing about that that worked is that kept a lot of people in our elimination pool. Uh, a lot of uh, people who... 100 people eliminated. Yeah, that we, we, we would have just went through tons of people who had uh, bet it, uh, against uh, Detroit. But it's always interesting to see... Oh, we, you know, <clears throat> we need these cameras to make sure the referees don't ruin the game, blah, all this kind of shit. That's, and you still have blown calls. You still have uh, blown calls after all this time. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON. Uh, Doug, Doug in Michigan, what's your... What do you say, buddy? How are you guys doing? Good. Awesome, man. This is my first time calling the show. I love the show. It's fantastic. You guys are awesome, man. We've always waited for we've always waited for you to call, Doug. I'm gonna take your name <laughs> off the list now of people that just abuse the show by listening but not contributing. Well, thank you so much, Ron. I want to yeah. be a big ass card holder, but I want to give you my Ichiban. I don't want to keep you too much, but oh. um, Ichiban on the fantasy football world. Um, Premier of the league on FX. Um, believe it's Thursday night at ten o'clock. 
you guys have got to check out that show now that you're going <laughs> to fantasy football. Now, this is the second season, right? Second season. They they did a recap of the first season um, uh, this last week. It's all on my DVR right now, and I missed some episodes, but it's just so funny. These guys are like, one guy's a lawyer, one guy's a doctor, and one guy's just some loser who doesn't even draft his own team, and... It's it's pretty it's pretty cool because there's a lot of fantasy football geeks out there, myself included. Um, uh, wishing I would have drafted Arian Foster, but anyway. Doug, I had uh, I had put off fantasy football for many years. Uh, we got into it last. I ruined my viewing habits. <laughs> it's seriously, it has completely uh, turned Sundays in from to something relaxing to there's a fucking laptop and I'm watching the Red Zone. And I'm cursing my friends, and I, I, I'm sure they're conniving and working together against me. But it's very funny. A friend of mine just brought this up, this league, uh, telling me that, that I got to watch the first season. So I'm gonna. I already checked it out on Netflix yesterday. Maybe I'll get on that this week. It's not available on Netflix for some reason, or it wasn't. I had it in my queue. I wasn't able to get it. But well, it, it lined up to some. Something where you can get it on the instant. I just uh, checked it out yesterday because somebody oh. just told me it was a hysterical show. Oh, man, it is hilarious. You guys, you'll love it. You'll love it, Ronnie. All right, my friend. Thank you. And uh, thanks right. for jumping on board. See, that's that easy to be part of the... Ichiban. Ichiban's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Larry, Larry and PA, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, I got your Ichiban. All right, what do you got from me, my friend? Um, Fred Fowler, this church stole your bit and burned the American flag and the Quran at them on Saturday. It really, it made me, uh, I, I'm sitting there going, uh, did they take this to me? Is it already in the zeitgeist? It is already such an obvious, perfect idea. But the uh, 9-11 uh, used to go from a day of uh, having a memorial and people reflecting, to now in New York, two different groups showed up. Uh, one, um, get rid of the mosque, and we're going to yell bad things about the mosque, and a, a couple people either tore up the uh, Koran or lit it on fire a little bit. And the other side was a counter-protest group, and they were yelling back, this is America, we need a mosque. And they were just as bad as the Westboro Baptist Church. Both groups had totally, totally were just doing the Shirley Phelps Roper bit. And you're like, this is supposed to be a day of memory. And now you're turning it into your own shit about getting on TV. And, of course, all the TV cameras are down there. God knows it's not news unless some lunatic is uh, doing uh, something stupid. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ichiban, anything you want to talk about, anything that's a big news story that you know people are talking about today, give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You can be like Doug in Michigan. You can say to yourself, I've never been part of the Ichiban before. Doug in Michigan just made it look easy. Uh, Mike in Ohio, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey there, Ronnie B. I have that Ichiban for you. All right, what do you have, my friend? Uh, Donovan McNabb, big, big winner last night over Dallas. Well, in big, big winner, uh, if he looked every bit as bad as Troy Aikman, uh, and what a, you know, what a shit game that was, 
uh, and then ends on a uh, penalty. Hicks, I see you over there spitting and kicking. What, what's wrong with you? That's a real horseshit. They took that guy in touchdown away from Tony Romo. I could have used those points in my fantasy league. This is some <laughs> bullshit. I just started freaking out when he hit that fucking thing. Right. And then when they took it away, I just threw a fucking remote at the television. I had a, uh, a miserable fucking game there, too, because I had Witten. And I really felt like I could have wrapped my weekend up with uh, maybe just a couple of fucking catches. Perhaps one in the end zone. By that fucking slack-jawed bitch. And uh, if I would have had Rustin's fucking phone number, I'd have called and made the trade. Because I know his dream is to get an all-cowboy team. And I, I'm holding Witten. And it just, you know, the fucking tight ends is the most annoying thing. Because they'll get you 28 points yeah. or two. You know what I mean? You don't, there's no consistency out of that position. No and I was just rolling along, having a very strong weekend until that shit went down. But uh, two things. McNabb in the shit suit. It's just, and I know how crazy, you know, from living down in uh, D.C. before, how crazy those fans are. And knowing how much they've hated Donovan McNabb for the last 10 years. I mean, literally, people in that area for the last decade have woken up in the morning and looked over at their wife and said, don't you just hate Donovan McNabb? And the wife says, yeah, I hate him. And now it's your job to cheer for him. But the game was such shit, and um, the weirdness of ending on a penalty, you know, I know, God forbid, that there, that you know football doesn't count rules, but it was so anticlimactic. It was ridiculous. You know, the old rule, of course, was, all right, there's a penalty, you call it back, take another shot. The excitement level would have been through the roof. Yeah, when did that change? I thought that was what was going to happen. Then they just started walking up the field. I was like, what the fuck? Come back! Everybody... <laughs> Um, you're, you still have a shot. It's you against Watley. I got Ray Rice. Yeah, you got a couple of players. Watley had a very strong week, though. I couldn't believe it when I checked that. So I was like, holy fuck. Mm -hmm. Well, he got he got all in on one fucking guy. He, he did. He got like 45 points. Yeah, which is... Uh, and a loss. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and it goes back to what we said before. How, if you're the quarterback, are you not losing points for a loss? How are you the number one quarterback... When you got the shit beat out of you. Oh, at the throw more than he normally Desperate. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, going around through Ichiban's. Here's uh, Joe in Bridgewater. You're on Fez. Hey, uh, Vinny Chase in jail, and he threw down his own bail money down the drain. Somebody get his money back. Uh, well, we'll go back into the Entourage thing, and I know we've all watched Entourage now for the last, I guess, 43 years. And they're getting ready to wrap up the season, and it really did have uh, that George Lucas feeling of the last Star Wars, where they're trying to show battles on every front, uh, Vinny... Uh, for some reason, decides to, uh, without making any sense at all, uh, spin out of control with his drug use. The coke addict I've ever known that while he has a pound of coke, is out in the middle of the night looking to score coke. Wait, what? You just, you don't do this when you're a coke addict. When you're a fucking drug addict, you stay close. You don't wander away from it. Why that's happening... Uh, 
Ari's losing his wife, and Turtle is still in that stupid fucking tequila thing. Yeah, Ari's wife is a showstopper. Just a fucking showstopper. Not only did I want him to divorce her, I wanted to kill her and the stupid kids. And how are kids that all live in Beverly Hills saying, you don't know Vinny Chase? All their fucking dads would be seeing Vinny Chase to those kids would be somebody bringing popcorn. It wouldn't have been a big fucking deal with the Little League. The, the logic was out the window last night. And then, of course, uh, while we're doing all this, the amount of cameos. Uh, this is Ryan Howard. I just wanted to be in the show for a second. Hey, this is Drew Brees. I just wanted to do a walk-on. Goodbye. So fucking annoying. What an annoying thing. Only one thing made me happy, and that was trying to hold Johnny Drama back from killing Eminem. Now, you saw Eminem in the hall here. Oh, yeah. Could he knock down a grown man with a punch? Was no. That was not going to happen. Tiny little man. Yeah. Weighs about 110 pounds. Tops. Tops. I don't think he could have knocked Vinny down with a bazooka. All right, 8 Fez. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Let me go over here to uh, Jeremy in Canada. <laughs> Jeremy in Canada, you're on the uh, Run and Fez show. How are you? Big-ass Rustin card holder number one. Oh, I didn't know we were having Rustin cards. It, oh, is, uh, it is exciting. He does seem to be the new sweetheart of the rodeo, coming on strong. And uh, when we saw Eastside Dave the other day, he said to me, this Rustin... Reminds me of a young Dave. <laughs> All right. Well, we got eastbound down as go. Mm, 13 days. You know, I'm sitting there with the first four episodes, and every once in a while I just go over and start it. I don't know yet, Jeremy, whether I want to go through this one at a time, like I would not in real life with you guys, or lock in the and then be that annoying guy who goes, well, All right, if you think tonight, this episode was good. Wait for three weeks. You're going to go fucking batshit. I don't know what. if I want to be that guy. Tell you what. You can send them to me, and I'll give you the yay or nay. Yeah, I don't play that game, Jeremy, because when I when I deal in stuff like this, it's a matter of trust. It's a matter of trust between me and what I'll, I like to call the studio system. And I don't want to get on, in on what's now known as the Chris Stanley list. That's that block what? list. The list of people that they can't trust. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Looking for your Ichibans. Ichiban. That's the stuff everybody is uh, talking about. Let me go over here to Monroe in Indiana. You're in Monroe-Fez. Hey, Ron. I just want to thank Doug from Michigan for the inspiration to call one of my first Ichiban. Doug from Michigan, for me, is proving that it can all happen. That you don't have to be a slack and be an on-the-ball caller. And I'd like to write that as a children's book. That way to plan. Yeah. Ichiban's weekend went to Cincinnati. It was the 25th anniversary of Pete Rose breaking Ty Cobb's record. But Seelig led him on the field in uniform for the first time since his ban. Perhaps the commissioner is getting a little soft. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the older they're going to be for him, it's not so much that they don't want Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. What they don't want is Pete Rose back in the team. 
So every year that goes by and he gets a little older and a little more feeble, they'll be more excited about uh, letting him do stuff. But it's 25 years huh, since he, he broke Ty Cobb's record. And that racist is in the Hall of Fame happily. And that guy once slid into, spikes up, an African-American family in the fourth row. That's how fucking racist Ty Cobb was. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Nick. Nick in San Diego, which I believe means whale's vomit. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Um, I just thought the most fucking hilarious part about yesterday's entourage was, of all the fucked up things Arya said, this cunt of a wife and her sister were giving him shit for calling somebody a whore. Nothing made any fucking sense. It was we, fucking ridiculous. How, how is uh, his wife's sister's poor if the wife always had more money than Ari? None of this shit, you know, from her dad. None of this stuff ever made any sense. But you would get more and more cameos... More and more walk-ons. Oh, look, there's Derek Jeter's chick. Oh, look, there's fucking Eminem. It was insane, Nick. And I'm really, seriously, I'm glad to have the break from it um, and get back into focusing, which is really important, is why does everybody pick on my, uh, Michael Say? Maybe he can't, um, you know, sell as well. But let's face it, he's always there at the end, and he's won two challenges. 866 Ron Zero Fez, eight six six Ron Zero Fez. That's what we look for. We look for the Ichibans. Jump right in. Jump right in. If you got something to talk about, here's Dan in Kentucky. Dan, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey Ronnie. Hey uh, Wayne Rooney uh, didn't play Saturday. Is uh, my Ichiban? I know that's not a big story here. Well, it is a big story to me because we follow the Premier League here. It is to me, but. The biggest problem is, is the prostitute. Uh, yeah, that's why he went to a prostitute, and uh, now she's coming out saying he slept with her. Now you know, his whole, whole life's messed up. Well, there's no, no honor in prostitutes. Number one, here's what Rain, Wayne Rudy did. Why his wife was pregnant, uh, like eight, nine months pregnant, um, he said to himself, I'm not going to bother her for sex. She's already not feeling good about herself. I'll go have sex with a prostitute. Now, I consider that being a gentleman. Nesting, whatever she needs to do. Don't go uh, fucking bothering her with a hard pecker. Leave the house. Say, honey, uh, I got to go out for a minute. Leave the house. You're with a prostitute. You come back later without even showering. Lay down next to her uh, in case she starts getting ready to have the baby. He did it like a man. He did it like a gentleman. Um. We understand sex scandals in our country. We don't understand missing a fucking game over one, though. You can't not show up for work just because your wife is pissed off at you. Little work ethic. This is how England lost the empire. They used to own the whole fucking world. And then certain things would come up in their uh, business, uh, in their personal life, and they, ta they would uh, take their eye off of stuff. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go over here to Mitch. Mitch in Baltimore, you're on the Ron Fez show. How are you? Hey, Ronnie, I got a, uh, you. You turned me on to a TV show a long time ago called Life on Mars, and I love you for that, the British version. Yeah. Um, I know somebody suggested to you to watch Ashes to Ashes. 
is the continuation of that series. Mm-hmm. It is by far 100% better than Life on Mars, and I think you'd really enjoy it, and the ending will blow you away. Um, Mitch, I, I am... I didn't want to back it. Now, you're, you're shaking your head. No, Hicks. I'm not a big fan of Ash Dash. I watched a few episodes. I know how it ends. I wasn't a big, big fan of it. At all because someone, you know, this, my new friend Mitch brought it up to me. Now I'm going to lock really. that down. Netflix it. Netflix it. You'll have to get Hicks to get it for you. It's BBC. Do you want, Hicks, do you understand this man just said that he loves me? Not likes me, loves me, all along just bringing up a TV show to him. Ron, I love if you, you too, Ron. woman, I'd leave my wife for you. Oh, that's spooky. All right. Okay, and I have a future Ichiban for you. Wow, we've never done this, an Ichiban from the future, back to the future Ichiban. Yep, uh, I've already seen it. Ravens destroy the Jets tonight. Hushmanzada has two touchdowns, and uh, Derek Mason looks like his prime prime years yeah. at over 150 yards receiving. Well, uh, after a pretty lackluster uh, weekend of football where most of the teams looked very, very rusty. I'd like to see a good game tonight. Tell me to call you up for my predictions of next week. All right. Uh, Mitch, you are going to be the Ichiban of the future guy. Very, very excited about this. I'm not totally buying into um, the Jets hype either. Um, Sanchez doesn't do anything for me. Um, yeah, they do have a decent defense. There's, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine putting money down on them against the Ravens. Um, but here's Bob in South Carolina disagrees. Bob, what do you have? Hey, Ron. Yeah. Mitch can kiss my ass. Rex Ryan's got this team so fired up. Ravens is there. It's going to just isolate everybody. Well, it's just going to be total domination. You know, Revis is there, but there's a whole part of the field that he doesn't play. Um, it, it's not... It, the, the hype thing, it gets settled on the fucking field. So tonight we'll have to go take a look at him. Um, and if they're as good as he as they claim that he is, um, we'll see it. But I don't know how you can have this march to the Super Bowl... Without a big time fucking, uh, without a big time quarterback, and Sanchez just doesn't look like he's ready yet. Eight six six Ron zero Fez, eight six six Ron zero Fez. Fez, I see you standing there. Looks like you're struggling with some stuff today. Little struggling, yeah. Why don't you just have some water? Sit back, relax, and see what happens. All right, big cat. Okay. All right. Uh, it is the Ron and Fez show. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Zero Fez. Andy in Boston, you're on Run of Fez. What's up, guys? Hey, first and foremost, listen to you guys on ONA the other day, uh, the best of ONA, the Afro show. You guys got to get back on uh, with those. Yeah, we, we need to do that more often, um, and it's my fault. I need to get up a little earlier in the morning. We, we've gotten into a thing where I arrive late and the boys leave early, but um, I, I, I also heard from a, a ton of people. About how much, and and I I didn't get a chance to hear it. Uh, Hicks, here's what I want you to do: get that on fucking DVD, listen to it, enjoy it, and come back and just tell me what you think for the highlights. So cool, okay. You know, pretty yeah. much like I'm probably going to have to do with Ashes to Ashes, where I'm just going to have to sit down at lunch for you, have you go through the entire series, where I just keep going, and then what happened? And then Gene Hunt <laughs> shot someone. No. Yeah. Because he didn't have a gun before; he used to just punch them. 
All right, I'm going to get some more iced tea, and then I want to hear more about Hurry it. Hurry back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my beloved Patriots, long and hard. I've, I've loved these guys, and I can't fucking stand Randy Moss anymore. On the media, after a win, bitching about how his team doesn't love him. Well, uh, this is the thing, and I don't know why uh, nothing is worse than the personality of a wide receiver uh, yeah. these days. But you, there is a time and a place to say I'm not being... And after a big win is not the time or place. It doesn't fucking uh, help you at all. Uh, and then let's go back to the hype thing. Oh, we've heard so much about the Bengals and all the different weapons that they have, and they just went and got the shit kicked out of them. That was fucking ugly, man. They got the. And you know, Carson Palmer had great fantasy points. That team fucking looked like this shit. This is what also fucking annoys me. Ocho Cinco had great fucking fantasy yeah. points. Had great fantasy points, but it's all because there was such a fucking lead build up against them that often. In the second half, it didn't mean shit. Um, eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Fez, I just thought there's something to pull you in. What's that? And you don't have to. <laughs> I'm right here. That's easy. Um, I was watching a little bit of your Notre Dame Notre Damers. What happened to the helmet? What happened to the gold helmet? What are they doing with this fucking cream? colored helmet there is no tradition left anymore the one thing that you could count on is that fucking gold helmet they even showed how they were mixing the gold with the paint you know how this is a big tradition they showed that during the game and yeah there are beige helmets out there they're not gold uh hd has changed everything in the world just every fucking thing. a matter of fact, you couldn't even watch that Skins game last night because there was some smoke laying around. Oh, yeah. And it just <laughs> fucking yeah. totally ruined my uh, screen all night long. It looked like shit. It did. Why can't they say that there's a lot of things that you don't want to see in high def? That's why I say it fucked up the porn industry, too, because then you can see all the fucked up body parts. Yeah, now. nobody's attractive. <laughs> you know, you, like no, shit, it's bad skin. Yeah, it's bad skin, and suddenly there's fucking, you know, droplets of fucking sweat on asses. It's not what, it's, it doesn't play into it anymore. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here is uh, Dave, California. Here on Fez. Hey, Ron, have you even put down my breakfast burrito? Mm, hey, I noticed uh, Sanchez uh, the other day. I was watching that Hard Knocks, and uh, the coach played a little prank on him, I guess, and then he went about uh, drawing mustaches and stuff on uh, the coach's family's faces. How biting. That came out pretty dick. The Jets couldn't have come off as more dicks. The, the whole yeah, thing of torturing the rookies and the constant snack stuff out of the coaches, they just... They came off like assholes, and Sanchez has got a lot to prove. He's got a lot to fucking prove for me. But you don't hear the word Giants in New York City anymore. No one cares about Eli Manning and John Coughlin. <laughs> uh, they got off to a big win. So what? The fucking news opens with, hey, the Jets are playing tomorrow night. Uh, the Giants did something. I don't know what it was, but it's Jets time. It's so fucking stupid right now. And there was a story in the post about 
But how fit fa- into just Jet Stadium where they just took down all the giant stuff, just threw up all the Jet shit. It's just all about the Jets. Just it's ridiculous. Every newspaper in New York is talking about Jets, Jets, they, Jets. They just got bored with the Giants over the years, and it's all about J E T S Jets, 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 which is fine if you're fucking backing it up. We got to see it. Go out there tonight, beat the fucking Ravens, and then we'll get this thing going. But right now you're. Z- there was zero on Hey, you're Ronnie B. I love the show, buddy. Yeah. Uh, hey, the uh, Jets are being underappreciated uh, with their phys- physical presence. Uh, basically, I don't know if you saw that on the Hard Knocks or not, but they got the shake weight, yeah. and they're going to be tremendous. I'm all about fucking Hard Knocks being taken off television. <laughs> it just makes football look so goddamn stupid. Um, Eric is in South Bend, wants to give us an update on the Notre Dame helmets. Eric, what's happening there, buddy? Hey, Ron. Thanks. Hey, we were at the game Saturday, and in real life, the the helmets look totally normal, totally the same. They look gold. They're gold. They're shiny gold like they always were. Absolutely. No question about it. Because on TV, they look like big bowls of butterscotch pudding. What? That's exactly what everybody else is telling me. We had a huge tailgate out there with a couple of motorhomes, but everybody that stayed back there, they were, when we got back, they were saying, hey, what's up with the color of the helmets? Did they change? But in the stadium at the game, they looked exactly the same as they always were. So everyone who's at the game, it's the Notre Dame helmet. Anyone who saw the high-def TV thinks they look different. Exactly. That's exactly right. It must be the high-def aspect. Uh, Eric, you live there in South Bend? I live in Granger, which is uh, right next door to South Bend, yeah. I want you to stay on this story for me, all right? I want you to find out what's yeah. going on. Because somebody might be uh, stealing the gold uh, flakes that you know, Rudy used to put in there with such love. <laughs> hey, did you guys, did they talk about the rainbow in the third quarter? No, nah, I, I, I can't fucking watch that game with the sound on. <laughs> it just annoys the shit out of me. When Notre Dame was behind, they were coming back after the, after the half. Um, oh, yeah, the double out, rainbow. I do remember back. saying that, yeah. A rainbow came out over the stadium. Everybody was freaking out in the stadium, and that's when they made that long pass, hit the touchdown, and went ahead of Michigan. Mm-hmm. It kicked off to Michigan. Michigan started coming down the field. The rainbow went completely away. It was it was surreal. Yeah, that's why Jesus just loved you for a little while until the end of the game, and that was the there end of go. it. Um, and by the, the way, helmets. by the way, when they have to sing after a loss, it's just too depressing. You know, yeah, we stay and watch that. And it, it's sad, but, you know, it's, it's part of the tradition. It's all good. All right, find out about the helmets. I want to make sure that they can get this, because I'm not going to watch it live. I'm only going to see it ever on TV, and I don't want to see a fucking cream-colored helmet. It looks there ridiculous. Right. Hey, have you guys ever been to a game? Uh, no. I've been to the college before, but... Uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm what am I, fucking Rudy's dad, that I'm going to go walking in there and start talking Irish. I can't be part of that, but I appreciate it. Uh, 866-RON-0-6-RON-0-FEZ. Mike in Las Vegas, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, watching my Miami Dolphins yesterday, and uh, there's a commercial on the NFL Network, all these Saints fans walking around, and what's the last jersey that somebody's wearing? It says Cool Breeze. Yeah, That's I saw course. that commercial, too. They got Cool Breeze, they got Summer Breeze, uh, which is is finally uh, a fucking nod now to just, like, let's try to sell 
40 or 50 fucking different jerseys every time we can get out there. Uh, by the way, you're talking about your Miami Dolphins. I had them yesterday in the eliminator pool, and they took me right down in the last second, but thank God they held on. And I, I, I just did a straight bet against Buffalo. I just went, I don't believe them. It's not so much I believed in Dolphins. I just thought that Buffalo would shit the bed, um, and they eventually ended up doing that. Yes, they did. Uh, the eliminator pool, I think we probably lost the most people with the Cowboys last night. Um, we lost a lot of Colts, too. I would not be... Yeah, there were a bunch of Colts fans that went in there. I would not be surprised if Rustin did not go down last night uh, on a Cowboy bet. Um, because a, a person from Texas, they don't like football. They just like saying the mantra, Cowboys... Cowboys, Cowboys over and over in their head. Uh, and it looks like the real team from Texas is in Houston right now. Uh, also, I watched Jerry Jones, and I didn't see him eat one of those cheap pizzas. After being forced through those commercials about how I'll get the toppings, every time they went up to the box, he wasn't eating a pizza at all. He just looked angry. Um, so I think his commercials are as big as the lies as Fez's are. Eight six six run zero fez eight six six run zero fez. Get into the Ichibans. Ichibans, and I got one for you. It looks like Floyd Mayweather Jr. has been arrested in Las Vegas on domestic violence claims. He hit his wife, and by hitting his wife. I, what he did was a short flurry, tied her up against the ropes, uh, kind of hit her with a jab off of that, back into a tie-up. So she honestly, once again, he won the domestic fight, never knocked her down, uh, and won on points, but it was not an exciting domestic uh, dispute at all. Like every fight this fucker's ever been in in his life. 866 Run zero fez eight six six, run zero fez. Let's go over to the caller that ha is the only caller that I know of that has his own song, uh, and that sure says a lot. Blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard. You are boring, boring blowhard. Why are we in the blowhard? Blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard. Blowhard, how are you, my friend? Fez Watley putting up points in fantasy football. Jesus, Fez. All on one player, though. Did you notice that? Yeah, but he's a machine. Yeah, Fez Watley right now is uh, leading the points. He's got. Uh, Forty-some points coming off his uh, quarterback, and uh, and that's even a player that Fez can't tell his brother that he has. Fez coming out of Florida, you're not allowed to have the Tennessee. Uh, Blard, you look like uh, you're struggling. No, nah, I'm dying. I, um, you know, I, I went against my better judgment. I started the Buffalo rookie Spiller. Everybody said, oh, he's going to run. He's a rookie. He's amazing. And I got Zilch. Zilch, and you're back up at 20.
And then, of course, my um, great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, had a pedestrian day. Yeah, and uh, we were all surprised to see that. There was no reason for it. He was lucky to get out of Philadelphia yeah, with a it win. it was amazing. And, uh, you know, you said, it, you said it before. It ruins your Sunday. It's not the same. It's not the same. Sitting back, having a nice meal, and, you know, watching football, just enjoying the day. You're like, oh, my God, we're in the red zone. Oh, no, field goal. Oh, this, that, this, that. But you know what? It's early. It's 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 not a it's not a sprint. We're gonna. If you have a bad week this week, you learn a few lessons. You change your lineup, and uh, you know all this talk of HD and all this stuff. I I enjoy my NFL games and my little black and white Philco, and it's really really uh, fun to watch. But it's for fast. some reason, on your TV, you can still see Norm Sneed. I don't even know how this I happens. I saw Norm Sneed, exactly, going up against the Giants. I mean, with the, well, he was on the Eagles and the Giants, don't forget. Now, when he was with the Giants, he had the great backfield. He had Ron Johnson. Remember Ron Johnson? How? I guess you don't. <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm losing to the mystery player, and uh, I'm just shocked that it just takes so much away. I haven't played fantasy sports in about 10 years. And that was my reason. Um, if you need to make a trade, Ronnie B, you need a tight end. I've already, I've already seen that you're putting up there that you're ready to trade. I'm ready. I'll send you. Shango. I want to wait until these games are over before I sit back and decide what to do. Yeah, it is kind of early, but I mean, I just cannot believe that every so-called expert on all these blogs and all these fantasy sports things was saying that Spiller is going to start. The Dolphins aren't going to stop the run. And by the way, to that guy who bashed the Jets, the Jets tonight are going to win 24-16. to 16. They're going to knock Flacco out of the game. You mentioned Hushman Zada. The guy couldn't even cut it in Seattle. Hushman Zada is a waste of time. I got him on my roster. He's going to be riding the bench. The Jets are going to win tonight at Jet Stadium. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night for Jet fans. The Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl Trust me, you don't need a quarterback to do too much. Sean Green is going to be hard. a superstar. Not only do you look like Rex Ryan, you talk exactly like him. You guys are twins now. We'll watch the game tonight. Thanks, buddy. Uh, because for some reason, it doesn't even come down to the game. People are talking about what's going before the game. During the game, everybody's still talking shit. And then uh, after the game, uh, they... Just disregard everything that happened. No one ever sits around and says, here's exactly what went down in the game. Fuck that. It's all about being Nostradamus and looking ahead. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. Fez, I see you're shaking off that anxiety. You're hopping back into it. That's the plan, yes. What are you anxious about today? Um, I don't I think it's just the, the regular Monday anxiousness. There's... There's nothing specific that's come up. All right. Uh, so you feel bad for no reason. Basically. All right. That could pretty much cover everything. Uh, still doing those Ichibans, though. Ichiban. Here is uh, Kelly. Kelly, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. How's it going? Good. Busy. I hope you feel a little better. Monday suck anyway. So um, got an Ichiban for you the uh, first time the... Medal of Honor is being awarded to someone not posthumously, um, a 27-year-old kid out of the 173rd Airborne Brigade. He's still alive, and he's going to be getting the Medal of Honor. What, what exactly did he do, Kelly? Uh, 
I've been reading. They haven't posted the the official listing or the award. They usually write it out word for word what happened. Uh-huh. Evidently, they took a lot of fire on a ridge in Afghanistan in 2007. Um, they were taking some heavy fire. He moved right into fire. He busted some caps in some dirt worshiping savages, and one of they were trying to drag his buddy off. He shot one, killed him, grabbed the other one, shot him, and saved his buddy. So heroism at its best. Uh, Kelly, I was going to ask you about this. I was reading this over the weekend, and um, I guess some of the families uh, were asking for this. I guess when they do memorials, they do not add the name of people who were killed in accidents, right? Um, They will only put up the people who actually died in combat. And they want to bring in the folks who died in accidents as well, saying, well, they did give their life. Uh, the Army says, but traditionally we don't do this. What do you think is the best way to handle that? Um, well, I know the um, if you go to special operations uh, news, they usually post um, all the fatalities regardless if it's combat-related or not. But I, I think uh, uh, this is stuff like to put up on a memorial like this or anywhere else. Yeah, I think, um, you know, personally I lost a buddy of mine. Back in 2004, he was actually in a Bradley fighting vehicle when it rolled over into a canal. Mm -hmm. Um, The details, I guess, of his death are still sketchy. And was he any less brave than someone else who took incoming fire? No. So, um, you know, I guess when you get granular like that, it's hard to kind of make a difference between, you know, who died. Everybody who's over there deserves, you know, a, a little bit of respect by any means. But, sure, there's a lot of guys that are putting the lives on the line every day and some people that are sitting in the chow hall not doing shit uh rare with the gear the old vietnam thing thanks so much kelly appreciate it eight six fez eight six six run zero fez here's uh justin justin in new jersey it's your bomb for you justin what do you got buddy what's up my buddies uh team usa won basketball, won the gold over the weekend. And, Ronnie, I know why black people don't like to hunt. Remember that movie where they brought Ice-T out to the woods and hunted him down? That's the reason. See ya. Uh, well, I don't ever remember the first part of that coming up. But, yeah, I do remember when Ice-T was taken uh, and hunted by rich guys. But, as always with Ice-T, he turns that shit around. I notice whether it's in music, uh, in film, or TV, you don't want to fuck with Ice T. He seems to turn things his way. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. John Marilyn, what do you say there, buddy? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Hey, uh, Fox seemed very proud during the football games yesterday of a couple of what they're considering innovations, throwing up uh, uh, markers on the sides of the score so you can keep track of timeouts. And then cluttering up the screen once more, putting the, the the play clock down pretty much over the players, down in the middle of the screen. You can't even watch the game anymore. There's they, so much going on. They, they think people like their computer, so let's turn the TV screen into a computer. Exactly. Um, they can't leave well enough alone. Uh, for me, I just want to watch the fucking game. Just put the game on. And then if I want to see everything, I'll go over to Red Zone. I don't want a fucking cluttered up thing. I really don't. And I also don't need 
to see the players from the tops of their heads. That still bothers me after all these years. All right, we need to take a break here. Lots going on today. And Hicks, you said you got some, something that's just driving you absolutely batty. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a British teenager who's been banned from the United States for something that's totally ridiculous. Banned uh, from ever coming to the United States. Now, just like Triple X, uh, you will see Hicks always on the side of the kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe what you ought to do, steal a senator's car, drive it off a bridge while you parachute. Maybe that's the way to deal. I got to fix my skateboard first. All right. Well, the thing that I love about Chris Stanley is he's, he's extreme, and he stays extreme. Uh, right back with that. And a lot more after the jump. It's the Ron and Fez Show. You're listening to the Ron and Fez Show on the virus. Series 197, XM 202. I will fear no evil. No te tendré miedo al peligro. Because I'm walking with Jesus. Porque camino con Jesus. I walk with 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 Jesus. We still going together. We still going together. Yeah, buddies, it's the Ron Fez Show. And it's all laid out there for you. Uh, Hicks, Gaz actually wrote to me, well, he wrote to 202 Friends on Twitter, but then I read it. Um, the biggest knockout on the elimination pool was people who bet bet on what team? Colts. Has to be the Colts. Nope. Sam Fran. San Fran, of course, is the West Coast-type team. They're going to win their division. They're the best. They've got a coach who fires them up. It always, this whole high school, the coach fires them up thing is always so fucking funny because you're professional fucking athletes. The fired up thing is only going to work so well. I guess the money doesn't help at all. Uh, Make the mind do well. No, well, I mean, you're playing also against other professionals, you know? But at some point... <laughs> the fired up thing just bores people. But everybody was betting San Fran, particularly West Coast people, uh, because, um, oh, here's this great young team with a with a, a coach that believes. And, of course, Seattle, quarterbacks getting old. They missed their opportunities. And then if you're watching that game yesterday, in the first quarter, it's fucking over. It's fucking over. All right, what is this story out of Britain that you had for me, Hicks? All right, so the 17-year-old kid gets hammered, uh, is watching 9-11 coverage over the weekend, and then shoots an email over to fucking Obama or the White House, calling him a prick, and he gets intercepted by the FBI, and they send uh, British cops to go bust up his house, and now he's, he's on a list, and he's banned from ever entering the United States. Good, I don't want him over here. Oh, come on, he's called the president a prick. That's, that's okay. Uh... It's okay for a citizen of the United States. This guy's an outside agitator. And if we kept Eric Burden out of the fucking country and we tried to fucking throw John Lennon out, I think we can keep this fucking asshole out. So if I email Tony Blair calling him like a wanker or whatever they use as a fucking insult over there, I'd no, be banned fine. from Britain. That's, uh, that's fine. fine. You're an American. They, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is uh, more uh, out of... Uh, the world of uh, Great Britain. Um, and you need to see this picture, Hicks. Uh, Ricky Hatton shows up in the news of the world. Have you seen this yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm looking it up now. Sure, uh, snorting some short, fat rails. <laughs> there, 
There is a fucking close-up of him and his pimp watch just doing these tiny rails. Um, and he's already on his way. Oh, and it looks like they we've got video of it. They're calling it Ricky Hatton's Cocaine Shame. Um, but he did a quick seven. Um, quick seven lines. And I don't know why he needed to videotape this. Um, in Philadelphia, when we did lines, we shut the blinds. We're not like these fucking British guys or these fucking younger idiots that are always like, uh, oh, Twitio this. I'm fucking doing bumps. Shut your fucking blinds. Turn the lights down low. Uh, obviously you're gonna pop on some fucking Roxy music to keep yourself somewhat <laughs> fucking calm. He's enjoying himself. But he fucking, he snorts like his fucking nose is already full. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, night. Well, here's the thing. He might have fucking, well, then you fucking open it up with some water. <laughs> open oh, it up. He's fucking just sitting there doing it. But look at him. I don't know. Maybe he's had broken noses before. That could be it. But he's struggling doing a fucking rail. So he's already. Yeah, there's some residue there. On his, Yeah, he's not fucking getting all of it. Come on. <laughs> Let's. Or who's this fucking broad? Look. Look at the. And she's pulling at the cunny. I don't know who she is. But I don't think that's uh, the mother of that kid. Um, Ricky had another guy that had a huge amount of hype due to a fucking uh, reality show. Ricky Hatton just won. He's walking around doing his rails. Uh, what a fucking, what a fucking idiot. Just do it on your own. Um, here's uh, Joe in Chicago. Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie. Yeah. Good morning there. I'm going down to uh, Molly's Bakery to get uh, one of your Ron Bennington's right now. Well, enjoy yourself. Unfortunately, you won't get the sunglasses. They're over in Munich, Germany right now. Yeah, uh, Mike Kaka uh, is... Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's all right. But all en right. enjoy the cupcake. Say hello to the girls. And uh, But yeah, Mike is in Munich, and then he's going to Cyprus. He needs the time. He said um, if he smells a little another cupcake, he'll go crazy. But um, he's stopping at eight different places to show off the sunglasses. Eight different places... There's a meet and greet. He'll let you try on the sunglasses. In Europe? Yeah. He's also rocking a pimp watch, too. <laughs> I don't, you know, when you see the glasses and you see the watch, you see how much Greeks have in common with blacks. <laughs> now, in the meantime, he doesn't want to text because they cost 40 cents while he's over there. I don't want to run oh. up a lot of texts. Well, maybe, why don't you do this? Sell your sunglasses and then text for the next 10 fucking years. Um, but he's saying, uh, I'm going to Munich. What should I do for fun? I said, put on a 1972 Israeli sweatsuit and walk around and start going, now who wants to fuck with me? Now I know you're coming. Uh, 866, and, but, you know, I guess he's not into it. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. You'll be happy with this news too, Hicks. Uh, Roger Ebert is bringing um, uh, back at the movies. What? He's, yeah, he's bringing it back. He's going to do quick reviews with a speaking spell. 
apparently he's got a laptop that he writes in. So you know he types it in, and you'll hear movie was good. I enjoyed it. Um, and he'll only do those quick. And then he hired uh, two different uh, people that will, will actually be doing the review part and the thumbs up and thumbs down. And that's Christy uh, Lemire from Associated Press and a friend of ours who we haven't seen in a while, Elvis Mitchell. Oh, shit. Yeah, Elvis Mitchell doing that show. But it's very funny. I went over to Nikki Fink's, Fink's sign and right uh, her site. And right away, I'm ha- happy for Elvis because he came in and did the uh, show one time, and I gave him a cigar. So he kept—I don't know—he's one of these guys like he can't take something from you Come without on. giving back. So like, I would keep getting his messages: "Meet me at a cigar bar. <laughs> Meet me at this cigar bar. I want to buy you a cigar." He wanted to even this fucking thing out. I don't know why. You know, like he couldn't, like he'd be lying in bed at night thinking, "I owe that fucking guy a cigar. I can't live like this. This Isn't is like that. Yeah, this is hanging over my head. Like I was just gonna fucking show up. Remember, I gave you a cigar. <laughs> so get me in free to this screen. I don't know what had him crazy about it. So I show up with the cigar bar with him, and just you know, we smoke cigars and talk about movies all night. Uh, he's a really brilliant fucking guy in in terms of well, not just in terms of that. But Nikki Fink writes, let's see if he shows up for the second show. Because, you know, he walked away from being the New York Times movie critic. Oh, yeah. Then he had something in L.A. He walked away from, uh, he had a dead for a little while. He's really known for, I think I've done this long enough. So I don't know how long he'll hold on with it. But he'll do a, um, he'll do a, a, a fucking uh, great job at it. He might well, be freaked out by Ebert, though. That might be. No, I don't think. I think Ebert it was like somebody that he always uh, felt a kinship with. Oh, so he isn't shallow, I guess, and to judge him for his fucked up face. Hey, Tommy, what are you going to do? It's the human condition. Ebert had a fucking jaw problem, but he's still rocking, and he's constantly twittering. He's, constant Twitter, constant writing. Uh, the problem with be, the problem would be if he lost his thumbs. Fighting with the uh, Palin people. At all time, too. He constantly... Him and Louis C.K. Uh, did you see the latest thing with Louis is going, look, I didn't say... I'm not political. I just like to say people are living in Sailor Palin's cunt because it's fun to say that. Um, when he had to do uh, that fucking Jay Leno show, and Jay Leno, for whatever reason, turned into Merv Griffin that night... Where now everyone on the fucking set has to get up and dance. Uh, and Louis was just saying it just was karma. You know, he had this awful karma. For fucking, <laughs> and he said the girl was nervous but nice and sweet. And uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Richard. Richard, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I just got a spy report. Right, let me get this. Uh... Spy report. Spy report. Yeah. Vinny Chase is at an Eminem party and gets knocked out by him and his entourage. Uh, and really, you know, this is why it's not a real entourage, because Turtle wasn't going, hey, let's get those fucking guys. Oh, come on. You know, what you, a bunch of pussies. You got to fucking load up and go back. 
Terminal um, just now makes uh, business phone calls in a crowded room. He's trying to work with millions of dollars, yet never takes these phone calls uh, by himself. It's always in a room full of people yelling. Well, we got to keep him on screen, don't we, Fez? I guess so. Or else his line would be, I just made a call in the other room. <laughs> you got to do it in front of that camera. But I, I'm thinking, you know, do a scene where he's actually at a desk or something, not where he's that's, out at the pool. That's the scenes that you're looking for? This is just an alone scene with Turtle. T turtle in a cubicle. Dave, you're on run of Fez. Yeah, if you guys got Fez one of those speak and spell things like Ebert, uh, would he type stuff onto the show? You know, we can have a little bit more feedback. Apparently you did not hear the fucking Turtle rant that he just went on. He wants to see... Turtle alone in a uh, in an office. Expand on that, Fez. That could be your new angle. Uh, eight six six run zero Fez. Eight six six run zero Fez. Uh, Jeff, California, you're on run a Fez. That's Justin, Ronnie. Hey, um, I had a question. Uh, we're talking about Entourage. Have you been following Mad Men this year? Um, no, I haven't. Well, uh, I guess what I'm kind of wondering, in your opinion, is a period piece like that. You know, we're kind of starting to get into the middle 60s. I noticed a little Rolling Stones in the music bed. How far can you take this thing and still keep the show going into the next era? Uh, I, they, they'll be able to do it as long as the people want to follow them. But they're already up to 1964, 65? Yeah, they're 65 now. I've, I've seen every episode of the season. I've well, watched most of the last season. Where did they start in this? I think 1960. Yeah, they had like a two-year jump. They've, they've been like jumping years between, between seasons. Um... Paul, Long Island, you're in Fez. Hey, Ronnie B., what's up, fella? Yeah. Uh, I have a spy report for you. All right, I want to hear it. Spy report. Spy report. Yeah. Fez is on the Ron and Fez show today. He is on the Ron and Fez show today. He had a little problem at the start of the show. You were locked up, Fez? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the turtle thing pulled you out of your shell. But now the people are focusing back on you. Relock? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to get out of it. What? Uh, what caused the relock? I. Th I think it was the. The focus of. Yes, I understand. I'm not getting a lot of talking done today. Well, you had that turtle thing. You want to see him alone in an office? Well, that you get out of drama and turtle. You just get screaming scenes now. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, it is... Here's here's the thing that we love about this, though. Turtle brought Fez out of his shell. Okay? And I don't know whether anyone wants to do that as a haiku or what we're doing with it. But, uh, Chris Stanley, you're standing in here right now. Yeah. Let me ask something. You know, forget Mad Men. All right. Forget the 60s. Oh, Let's talk about your generation and those VMA awards. Oh, God. Which I will admit I haven't seen all of it. But at no time did I flip over at it that I saw one performer that I recognize. There is a generation of girl singers that I don't know. Yeah, uh, I tried to think if anyone was going to be playing an instrument last night that was a performer on stage and uh, zero. Or actually using their own oh, yeah, voice to sing. Lip syncing. It was fucking horrendous. But here's the thing that I love best of all. The Justin Bieber haircut is catching on. Uh, and not the least of which, wearing the Justin Bieber hair right now, uh, 
is a quarterback out of New England, young brother run by the name of Tom Brady. <laughs> if you go back and look at his post-fucking-game uh, interviews, the hair is combed straight down, and he looks like, I don't know, like he just got divorced himself. All right, what are the kids doing with their hair? I need to be part of this. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. And every other fucking comment was how what Lady Gaga would wear. Lady Gaga, I, I did see her close this show out with the meat fucking yeah, suit. She ended with that. Cher was there. And then she says, I just asked Cher to uh, hold my meat purse. I can't believe that happened. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. That Cher pulled her purse. But was that a cunt joke? Meat purse? <laughs> was she going out of her way to say my vagina? And Cher is dressed up like 1980s Halloween. Yeah. I mean, Cher's what, 70? I think 65. Alright, so for whatever reason... And everyone's supposed to say, oh, she looks good. But it's not her skin, even. I mean, she's been operated on no. so much. And those cameras didn't get too close up on her, either. No, no. The ca- they, <laughs> that must they, have been the contract. They, they, they didn't get involved in the HD for her. <laughs> they were 100 yards away. So you just see this small fucking dot at the end of a hallway, and you're like, fuck, Cher looks good. Um... But it was bizarreness. Is Rustin here tonight? Rustin is here. All right, bring Rustin over because uh, you and Rustin are well. You're just out of MTV generation. You got to go twelve to twenty-four. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I can't get out in the real world. Yeah, that is their real focus. Is twelve to twenty-four. So Hicks, you are the Brett Favre of MTV. Oh, no. I mean, you're still <laughs> hanging around, but you don't belong there. Why, uh, Rustin, on the other hand, you're pure MTV age. Now, did you watch anything with this? I know it was up against your Cowboys, but did you check any of the VMAs out? No, no, I was 100% on the Cowboys. I checked it out a little bit this morning online. I heard Kanye's song, but no, I just watched the train wreck that was the Cowboys. Kanye's song was Let's Hear It for the Douchebags. That was his big song. And then uh, the girl that Kanye uh, fucked up, Last year, what's her name? Taylor Swift. Apparently, she sang a Kanye song. Yeah, uh, some like soft ballad about how um, he how should grow up. Kanye should grow up. Yeah, and how everyone forgives him. And and it should be forgiven. Yeah. Okay, so that was an olive branch. Yeah, basically. Then he came out with this shitty song. Uh, yeah, let's take a little listen to Kanye. By the way. You can't say that the stage wasn't from the future, though. The stage was exactly in the last Star Wars where the Senate would meet. Yeah. It was fucking <laughs> bizarre. All right, let's take a little listen. And everything's in black and white but his suit. That's in red. So I think it's time for us to have a toast. Let's have a toast for the douchebags. Let's have a toast for the assholes. Let's have a toast for the scumbags. Every one of them that I know. Let's have a toast for the jerk offs. That'll never take work off. Baby, I got a plan. Run away fast as you can. Um, it's the worst singing impossible, and they even have auto tune now, so 
There's no fucking reason for this. And then later on, he has, he has a filter on that's even more auto-tuned. That's just in, in, totally incomprehensible. Now, he's, he's got a great undershirt on, too. How did they work it out where everyone's in black and white but him? Well, there was some time between... Uh, I'm sure they gave everyone shirts or whatever, because there was some time between the last uh, last award in this performance. Um, here's Richard in Florida. You're on Running Fez. Hey, guys. I was having to flip channels, and I saw uh, Justin Bieber's performance, and I was just wondering if you guys thought he was lip-syncing, because... I don't feel there's any way that that kid can move around the stage like that and still be able to sing. Well, it is impossible to dance and sing at the same time. But what Rustin's generation has decided is dance is more important than song. Oh, yeah. And this, to me last night, the VMAs, were what I consider the Austin sound. <laughs> and it was all <laughs> laid out there. That's 100%... Uh, Austin. At a lot of the Austin concerts, they get everybody in the concert to wear black t-shirts so mm -hmm. the sure. performer can stand out and it looks yeah, so nice. I want you uh, to dress this way yeah. so the performer looks good. The costume designer from Nine is working on this concert and making all the colors pop. Um, well, this is good news for you while you're here. This is good MTV news. Yeah. For the last couple years, we've been away from something that they're bringing back. And MTV is going back to doing the Times Square, 5 o'clock at night, oh, no way. kids show up and scream show. Yeah. So there was, about uh, 10 years ago, when the boy bands were big, it, they would put 1 million kids. Oh, I watched every day after school. I watched in fuck, yeah. video. <laughs> and sometimes like we would be like fucking walking down the street, and they would just be screaming, and it, rem it then you're like, well, I didn't see Beatlemania, but this was... <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, but Hanson was on today, yeah, so... Yeah, this was the vibe. And to the little girls, they were totally fucking into it. But yeah, Hanson would pop them, Backstreet's back, in uh, sync, oh, yeah. And then Britney would be... Oh, yeah. More, peop more girls would show up to scream for Britney than any of those other boy bands. But then that would, would, would be funny... Is like Marilyn Manson would then get like a day, and you'd go by, and there's like 30 kids, and none of them were even goth, and they would just be like, Can I come up? They would just like yell up, Can I come up? So within a couple of weeks, I think it's September 28th, yeah. and they're not going to call it TRL, it's going to have a different thing. What? Um, but you should try out. Remember when they had that kid who had like bad hair and he was like supposed to be the skinny down oh, count? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesse Camp. Jesse Camp. Yeah, he was big for like about three months. Yeah. You could try to rock as the new Jesse Camp. I think I could do that. I think I could get that gig. Yeah. I'm going to go down there and apply and see if I can get an internship there. What I'd Perfect. also like to do with you is Baby Naked Cowboy, where <laughs> oh, you man. just dress up as him or Son of Naked Cowboy. Yeah, my mom got a big kick out of that when we were down here before we moved in. She thought Naked Cowboy was just hilarious. Yeah, it does seem to do very well with the tourists. No one, and yeah. I think is because they can see his bulge. Yeah, I think I that's think what that's it's all about. And you can say to your mom, "Go ahead, draw the outline. Oh, just enjoy." Was that was that bother you? Yeah, but it's touching the guy's cock, right? Um, Mike, oh, we lost him. Damn it! I, I really wanted to hear his opinion though. Uh, here's our buddy Glenn from Philly. Glenn, you're in Montefez. Hey, buddy. First off, I'm listening on the uh, XM app on my iPod, and uh, it's like five minutes behind. Um, I, I just missed like five minutes of the show. Um, but I wanted to say the one bright spot. Not if you stay the, with it. Uh, 
VMAs was Florence in the Machine. If you haven't heard her, um, that her album's pretty goddamn good. Hicks, and why are you has, groaning at this? Because I'm, I'm not, not familiar with Florence in the Machine. I was like, nice to see a middle-aged redhead woman on the show who was totally out of fucking place, but I'm not a big fan of her music, but right. I was happy to have something other than a pop star on All right, let's take a little... Uh, finer performance. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd play Kiss with a Fist off of her album. It's, it's a really good song. She looks good, I can tell you that. She definitely looks good. What are you, cougar in now? <laughs> do you like in the cougs? I like the redhead. I'm a big fan of the redhead. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? But yeah, yeah, too bad you missed Dave. You would have been fucking <laughs> so turned on by him. Um, we got this song coming up, or we're going to go through the commercial yeah. first. Uh, Glenn, you feel like the pressure's on you right now? I'm sorry, what was that? You feel like the pressure since uh, Hick in his Zoo York shirt yeah. is saying he doesn't like it at all? J.C. Penny. No, no, if he doesn't like it, that's cool, because, you know, I mean, he's very, very, very hip guy. Uh, by the way, the other day I was watching a King of Queens episode from 10 years ago, and he was wearing a Zoo York shirt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's hear for the jerk-offs. Let's hear for the douchebags. Um, I'm finally getting there with it. And what's her name, Florence in the Machine? Yeah, I saw her on Leno, or uh, Letterman, originally, and she I, she just killed on Letterman. Mm. You mean, was funny? No. <laughs> Did she do she, panel? She didn't tell jokes. She didn't tell any jokes. Isn't it funny how both Letterman and Leno will act like the musician is no one to talk to, and they just walk over and go like this, thanks for being on, that was great. Yeah. And then they walk back over. They don't even get like to sit down at all. Letterman was talking to his producer during when we were on the <laughs> the, the musical guest on. He just talked to the, the opening comic and the, stand, the producer the but, whole time. But what is there to fucking seriously... For him to come, you, you're only doing an hour. Yeah. And when you go to that show and it's a commercial, it's constant talking. Oh, yeah. Like when we come back, make sure you do jokes. <laughs> Have a fucking meeting before. Here it is. I'm I'm having a tough time buying into this hot thing. Before we even get into, yeah, I don't know what she's like talking about. I kind of like the the indie. She's got like a Bonnaroo hotness to her. It's what? like uh, <laughs> she's doing zombie land makeup. Yeah. I'm not picking up on it. Are you serious? You don't think she's hot at all? Uh, she's wearing fucking kabuki makeup. I can't tell <laughs> who the a, fuck she is underneath there. I would have no <laughs> idea. He's at that age. He's just looking. She's only missing a pair of golden arches behind her. Um, Scotty, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, it's up, man. Y'all got a little something on that dude, Jesse Camp. Yeah. I was uh, watching on YouTube. You guys got to do it for TMZ. He was out like side some MTV party on the phone. He was all cracked out. And in front of the TMZ cameras, the dude's trying to order two eight balls, begging the guy to come down and meet him, saying that money's not even an issue. But, uh, Where did he get his money from? His daddy's rich? Yeah. The, the, well, then that works out. Then he doesn't have a problem. I'm not sure you have a problem until you run out of money. Vinny Chase <laughs> fucking proved that last night when everyone had to just sit there and take your shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's no way to tell what the woman looks like. She's in fucking in clown makeup. She's putting on a performance. I think she looks great. 
Well, you did answer a question. You're somewhat straight. Uh, we've all been <laughs> curious about that. And believe me, I mean, if you are gay, keep it quiet because you live in Crawford, Texas. Yeah, no joke. And they will beat you to death with sticks down there. It's almost as bad as being black. Um, Charlie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie, I'm the uh, degenerate gambler in your uh, Pick'em League. And uh, there are people who went perfect, and they've never heard of a parlay card before. I lost sleep last night. Yeah, there are, you know, but, you know, we have thousands of people I certainly playing along. And if you have that, someone's going to go perfect and someone's going to lose every single game. Me. Uh, uh, <laughs> again, I think we got crazy into it with betting the fucking line. There was no, you know, now it turns into a fucking basic 50% guessing game instead of who knows the game of fucking football. Uh, you you feeling the same way? Yeah, it's too tough to pick the line. I mean, it's too tough to pick the winners in this crazy fucking league. But well, you, it's too uh, tough to pick the It's definitely. Yeah, it, it would have made more sense that we could have sat around and compared ourselves to the Fox guys <laughs> at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah, we could all have had a record, and then we could have gone down the line and right. seen who was the winner. But now, I here's what happens. Since you don't... You don't I don't even remember my picks. You know, I'm not like, well, I picked that one and that. Because, you know, when you're picking the line, you're not going like, you know, you're like, well, maybe I did pick Houston. They got some points. You know, you don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it took that just connection off of it. Yeah, it, just, it was just another thing that made me angry after the terrible <laughs> fantasy. Sunday, I used to love Sunday football. And this Sunday, was I was angry the entire day. Just you you had every right to be. Patriots defense. I think they got every single defense special teams points you could score. Uh -huh. I think they picked it up. They're running kick kickoffs back for touchdowns, punts back for touchdowns, interceptions for fucking touchdowns. <laughs> I was just watching, like I was watching the fantasy live thing and Kathleen's score, which is and her, as her score goes up, her projection goes up. I know. So I was picked to win by nineteen, and I think right now I'm losing by twenty five, and she's got players left. It's the. Um... Well, Kathleen doesn't play games. Kathleen no. locks in. Oddly, in our league last year, she didn't go to the playoffs, but she had the most points scored out of all of us. How does that even work? She just had some bad luck yeah. that, you know, occasionally she's playing Franklin, and Franklin gets 125 <laughs> to her 119. Well, Fez, um, he's only down, you know, the, the 100... Most once you break one hundred, you should win, but it's not a give me. I think he's he's up on Hicks by like forty points, but he's I, still but not Hicks secure has tonight. He's got players. Hicks yeah. still has the projections. It's thirty. In front I don't of him. feel safe. That, those yeah. projections don't mean Ray shit, Rice. though. Um. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's all I have. Ray it, Rice. It, yeah. Well, you got your quarterback too, right? <laughs> no, no. I had Romo, who fucking shit the bed last night. What happened to your Cowboys, dude? Oh my God! What happened to him? I mean, it was just it was. Embarrassing and disappointing the whole. I mean, nothing ever started. Nothing ever clicked. Nothing clicked the whole game. Nothing clicked the whole game, and they didn't look like they were into it. They didn't look like they were into it. And usually, the Cowboys, I feel like their strength is in the fourth quarter. They can come back and they've got some momentum. But right. they, were just, they did they come just, back. Well, they just looked. They looked like shit. You know, at the end, of the whole the whole game. They really did. They looked rusty. Yeah. Uh, and the Saints looked rusty. The Vikings looked. Rusty. Yeah, not a good first week. It was not an exciting first week. Mm -hmm. And everyone puts in reason we get so much more involved in the concerts and, oh, 
look who's at the game. It's King James. <laughs> and by the way, he's Twittering during the game. Yeah, so if you would have went to his Twitter, it'd be like, shit like that makes you lose games. Yeah, I like, you know? when, I like when celebrities live tweet events. It's the best. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was following Doug Benson on the VMAs last night. That's how I was keeping up. Um, let's, Karen, uh, when Houston, you're on running Fez. Hitchy bomb for you, Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, the Texans beat the Colts ass, obviously, but uh, Reggie Wayne, the great wide receiver for Indianapolis, got into it a little bit with Bernard Pollard, the Texans' starting safety, and the uh, sideline mics were on, and uh, it got through, and they had a uh, very slight disagreement on the sideline. Uh, well, the, the sideline is where people are supposed to disagree. What did you think about, did you see how uh, at the end of the half of that patriots Bengals game, where Ocho Cinco and T.O. just walked off the field? And they oh, still yeah. had they have one Hail Mary left to get it in the end zone. And University of Texas standout Jordan Shipley caught it on like the two yard line, but Tio and Ochocinco are both up in the locker room. Uh but here's the thing as you're pointing out as a standoff. Yeah. Stand out. Don't be at the two yard line. You gotta be in the fucking end <laughs> right? zone. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It doesn't do, right, great. You you just help you pat at your stats, but it doesn't mean shit. Um all right, let's take another break here, Hicks. Uh, we're going to be back in just a couple minutes. Uh, looking at something that got sent to us uh, from health.com, and this is the 50 fattiest foods in every one of the states. And I need you to think of what's the fattiest place in uh, Texas, too. Oh, I'll be so we can So we can put up on some of this. But it's uh, 866 Run Zero Fez, 866 Run Zero Fez. Because I love hearing about local people's real, disgusting, but delicious foods. Um, there's one I'm thinking of right now that I'm, I miss desperately and can't wait to get back home to try. All right, we'll be back in just a couple moments. Give us a call. Fattiest foods in your, in your neighborhood. But if you could, stuff that tastes great. I don't want to hear about fat stuff that's just disgusting. I want stuff that's worth dying for. It's the Run of Fez Show. The virus, serious XM. This crowd is going deadly silent. Cinderella story, out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It looks like a miracle. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. And you had the the big time out the other night going to the John Prine show, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. John Prine is just hes an incredible songwriter. And who, for, who was the listener that turned you on to that ticket? Uh, it was a guy named Jack. He's a, just a listener. He's a college guy. Well, don't just Send play him email. down. I mean, that's a very cool thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a it's very, very, It's just a fucking listener, Ron. I don't want to bother you with it. He's nobody. It was a very cool thing for Jack to do this. Yeah, it was very, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then the show was, show was great. And then actually I learned, you know, we've got, New York City's got some great all-country shows coming up. So I've kind of, I'm lining up my agenda. We've got Robert O'Keen coming pretty soon. And So you're really explaining, uh, expanding your musical knowledge <laughs> there, huh? Well, I just watched some videos from the VMAs, and I, I don't know if I want to get out of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> now the, um, 
You were saying you had a 9-11 experience with someone wearing a shirt on the subway? Oh, yeah, on the train on Saturday. I was coming. I don't get on with school until like 6 or 7, so I guess people were coming back down from some type of event, and there were a ton of them. They all had their 9-11 bracelets on, and one mm -hmm. guy on the train had a 9-11 uh, truth, ask the questions that right. don't have any answers or some, some, something like that. And some meathead, big guy with the 9 brace that was not happy to see that shirt. And they, <clears throat> in between, I think like 23rd Street and 18th Street, he was, take the fucking shirt off right now. Take the fucking shirt off. Take the fucking shirt. Dude, Everybody that's a perfect impression. <laughs> if you just do it, you'll be able to go anywhere in the city now. Yeah, absolutely. Take that fucking shirt off. Get the fucking shirt off right fucking now. Yeah. And then the guy actually got, jumped off the subway at the next stop. I don't think it was his stop, though. Smart think, move. Yeah. Just like, well, there's another train coming in five seconds. Yeah, exactly. So hop off. Hey, lucky for you, I'm getting off right now. If, if it would have gone down, though, if they would have gone to fisticuffs, I don't think anybody was going to help the... The 9/11 Truth guy, because he wasn't getting a lot of not a lot of people defending. First him. of all, not well, not a lot of people help him. Yeah. No one would help a baby if yeah. it started getting beat up. <laughs> right. You're just on a train. You're just like you said. You want to get to the next spot. Because the weird thing is, no matter what fucking uh, horrible thing that happens in New York, 18 feet later there could be something great. So just exactly. move out of it. Exactly. Just keep it moving. It's it's the subway. It might be the any subway in New York City might be the worst place in America on any given... Oh, moment. any given second. It's yeah. so terrible. And so uncomfortable, too. Uh, last week, uh, I was on the subway. It was like 8 a.m. coming in to here. It was, of course, it's fucking packed. And like it, the second stop, somebody gets on. And you can tell, you know, when somebody gets on and they're about to start talking, you can just kind of tell. Right. This guy had his Bible. <clears throat> and he started giving into a speech about going to hell. And he kind of sounded like me under hypnosis. Right. But then as soon as he started hitting on... Lesbians and gays need to repent. There was a, a couple girls there who I guess were right. either very pro-lesbian or, or lesbian themselves. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Get the fuck off this train. Right, just go and lay it into him. And you're just standing there. You don't know what to do. Most of the time, if that conversation would come up, in regular life, you would—it's interesting, but it's right. just uncomfortable. It's like, oh, I wish one of them would get off the train right, right now. We're stuck on a box yeah. <laughs> underground, yeah. and you guys want to get fucking political and strong with each yeah. other. My headphones won't go loud enough to drown yeah. it out. Yeah. What? Um, uh, yeah. The interesting thing is, you've got to, especially during the week, more than the weekend. Yeah. Is catch some three o'clock in the morning trains. Oh yeah. For just how many people think. Hey, this is a motel. I saw. I saw. <laughs> They're just, just like sleeping and living. I saw. On it. I saw a guy swear. I thought it was Sam Kinison. I mean, identical. Had like the long hair, the hat, mm -hmm. trench coat, and he had a brown paper sack with. And he was pulling out like airplane-sized bottles of tequila mm -hmm. and just lounging in the chair, just totally <laughs> laid back, just doing shots of airplane-sized uh, tequila bottles. And he's, which she, God knows where he got it from. Yeah. But there are so many people they can get fucking comfortable on those trains you'll oh, yeah. just see them you know changing or whatever and i i live on the last stop so i know that they're not going anywhere when they stay asleep it's like this mm -hmm. is the last stop please everyone get off and there's always three or four who are in it to head back yeah, to manhattan <laughs> yeah it's embarrassing how long of a ride do you have every day uh to here it's about it's about 30 30 minutes mm. but i got about a 20 minute walk to the station so it's about an hour commute total um, so you're deep over there in his story. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle, right in the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> How far is he from you, Hicks? 
Oh, easily like a 45-minute walk for me. Maybe, and then like maybe a half hour with a train and then walking from the train to his place. He's deep in a Greek-ass story. <laughs> <laughs> I've biked, I've actually biked up to, I think we're around Hicks' neighborhood. There's a great White Castle <clears throat> right there, and I'd never had White Castle before. And so I biked Eggs up there. Oh, you, you, you can't, you can't have ride. beers, right? You can't go into a club. Yeah, not legally, no. Because um, the beer garden would have been perfect for him. That place is awesome. Uh, Tom, you're on Hey, buddies. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing on the subways in New York is the guy who gets on and starts his speech by saying, yeah, I'm panhandling, I'm asking <laughs> you for money, but I could be robbing you instead. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> Lord knows that I could. And it's, you feel like they've just said the same thing, and they're just walking from train to train to constant, train. Constant. It's their job. There's a guy on mine coming back whose who's thing is, he goes, if you see me, you know what I want by now. If you ain't got any change, please give me a smile. A yeah, smile guy. <laughs> yeah, a smile guy. He won't fucking let you. He's got five me. fingers missing. Oh, yeah, but he's still coaching basketball. He's still trying to keep those kids off the street. And so I, I like the, the guy with the cooler full of bad sandwiches. <laughs> and, and the candy. I love the yeah. box of candy. Like They have yeah. like four packages of M&M's <laughs> yeah. and like two Snickers bars. I've uh, seen their this. kids... I've seen the smiling guy before. He likes to get in people's faces and try to force them to oh, smile. Yeah, where's your smile? It's it's such a threat. Yeah, that's his gimmick. Where's the uh, at the end of it all? These people can go decades with the same exact act. Oh yeah, the same exact act. Well, that's how Smile Guy starts us off. He goes, "If you see me, you know what I'm here to say." And mm. I mean, everybody does. It's, and people are smiling though when he leaves the train. Everybody's right. got a smile on their face. So yeah, I don't mind anybody who's got a good act. No, you know? no, no, no. It's a lot better than give me a quarter. I went down in the subway station the other day, and there was like a... Because usually it's like the old black man mm -hmm. or the uh, Hispanic kind of three-piece band. But there was actually like an alt-rock. They were using like a synthesizer machine in the subway station, the homeless band. They were kind of bringing out a new sound. They were kind of, I'm loving that. It was great. I was like, you don't see it. It was like an own personal show in the subway station. I gave him 50 cents. Why go in so deep? Yeah. Why not a quarter and see how it's uh, working out? Um, all right, uh, here's John. John in Arizona wants to talk about fat food in Arizona. Yeah, Roddy, I got to say that uh, I think I saw these guys on that um, report you were talking about. But uh, the uh, Heart Attack Grill here in uh, Chandler, Arizona, they have a burger called the Quadruple Bypass Burger. And uh, if you weigh over 350 pounds, you can eat at this place for free. And this burger is over 8,000 calories. It's just a fucking monstrosity. It's, it's, it's great. Now, how does it help them to give uh, morbidly obese people free food? How does that put money in their pocket? Just that they want to have really fat people there, like almost like what, what Hooters would do? I don't know. It's just a gimmick. They, have, they, they say they have hot waitresses like Hooters, but they're mildly attractive at best. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of funny that they have that policy but you don't really I, I went in there once to check it out you don't really see the 350 pounds because they actually weigh you on a big scale in front of everybody so maybe they uh maybe they try to do a little bit of a uh, fatty pig fatty and embarrass you so. try to humiliate the person into it now the other part of it is i don't consider it still a burger if you've got to eat it with a knife and fork yeah. you know if you can't sit there and eat it comfortably fuck it yeah um, uh, what is your big uh, fat food that you have there in Texas? The one in uh, the one in Waco that I definitely missed. It's kind of for all of my life I went to. Um, there's a little hole in the wall Mexican food place called Liao's, uh, and they served a. It's called the queso topper, and it's a standard extra large burrito like you would get here with 
potatoes and ground beef and bacon and cheese yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff and salsa in it. Uh, and all that's fried, by the way. Uh, and then you tor- the tortilla, and then you cover it. I mean, I smother the whole thing in uh, queso sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just phenomenal. You top it with some pico de gallo. It's incredible. It's actually sounds delicious. Oh, it's it's really good. And the best part about it is it kind you know kind of falls apart. You have to eat it with the fork. But then you know you always have chips on your table. It's a delicious dip after you know post meal. Right, here's some of the ones that they have here on health.com. Alabama has the bacon wrapped meatloaf. Oh yeah. Uh, because when you're having um, meatloaf, it should be wrapped in bacon at all times. <laughs> right. But I only like to, I, this whole thing of putting uh, bacon in the oven and keeping it all ugly and fatty disgusts me. Well, okay. I got to have a Christmas though. Let me ask you this question because I've seen this on a few New York like steakhouse menus because mm-hmm. I you know, can't go to the steakhouse. So I just look at their menu. And wish I saw like at Peter. Lu- <laughs> yeah, I saw it Peter Luger. They yeah. one of the sides is bacon, and I don't. I mean, I don't, I've never seen that before. I don't understand. You just order a platter of bacon with your steak. Well, that in case your heart doesn't stop immediately. Well, I mean, what's, you want to have it there. I like don't know. Good, you know what? We're all we're going to go over to Peter Luger's one night. Okay. Watley's owed us a Peter Luger trip. And forever. That's the one I want. That's been that's number one on my list of places in New York to go we'll, to. We'll definitely do that. We'll um, get the bacon. Oh, uh, perfect. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Um, let's go over here to Mike in San Angelo. You're on a fez. Hey boys, there's a uh, place here in San Angelo. It's a fried catfish joint, mm-hmm. and they uh, have an appetizer. It's you know the onion rings. It's double fried uh, French fries. See, fried jalapeno poppers, fried bacon, uh, double fried uh, chicken strips, uh-huh. and uh, I think double fried bananas. Oh, yeah. And it's like six bucks, and it's the best thing you've ever had, but I can't even drive by the place. It's just you can't go in that place without gaining 40 pounds. But it's, damn, it's good. But it's it's fantastic, but then at the end of it, you're like, what the hell did I do to myself? Oh, you walk out of there, and you're like, I've, I'm going to just shit grease for a week. It's fucking horrendous. Um... Here's Todd in Detroit. You're on Runafez. Hey, Ronnie. In yeah. uh, northeast Detroit, there's a, like a, a town called Hamtramck. It's also known as Pole Town. And it's track housing at its worst. But they make uh, po- uh, punch skis down there, which is the equivalent of like a Frankenstein uh, donut. That, dude, when you eat one of them, you're walking it off for the next two weeks. The, uh, a really good donut. Um, and there's a place in New York, I think, called Planet Donut. I think that's the name of it. Donut Factory? Um, no. This is down on the Lower East Side. I think it was Planet Donut. But remember we got some kind of unfucking believable thing from them one day? Yeah, we had like a, a, a tray of, of yeah, crazy Yeah, but there was one donuts. in particular uh, that they're known for. Uh, Louis, and it was just out of this world. Louis C.K. on his website says the best donut place in New York City is a place called, that I went to visit. It's called the Donut Pub. Uh, it's over like on 25th Street. Really solid place. I think this one was Donut Plant, and I'm willing to put Check it up. I, I, I'll, I'll do a, uh, I'll do a sight unseen against Donut like Pub the, with them. There's a, uh, there's a donut spot in Austin. Uh, it's like a food truck kind of as they, they run it. It's called uh-huh. Gordo's, uh, and they make it's just single serving donuts. Like you, you don't get more than one, but they're massive donuts. And what they do is they have they have you know a huge menu with crazy toppings. One I get is called the Mother Clucker, uh-huh. and it's a huge donut glazed mix. There's a fried chicken strip 
inside of it, like Jesus. put in the donut, and then it's covered with honey butter. Holy sweet Jesus! It's and it's absolutely incredible. And if you want, you can top it with a scoop of ice cream for a dollar. It's right across the street from the Alamo Draft House. you're already there. It's only oh good. I didn't <laughs> think. Um, um, now what was that special donut from Donut Plant? And you got to get there early enough to get it while it's still fucking delicious. I think it was the, like the creme brulee donut. That's it, Watley. Ooh. Perfect. Go get a gold star. That's perfect. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Love the show. Yeah, it is good. Um, yeah, just about that Luger, uh, Peter Luger's place. I'm, I'm down in Brooklyn every day at work, and uh, I go there all the time. This The bacon is not just any bacon. It is like a huge strip that's just like inches thick. So it's, it's almost like, like a pork belly type thing rather than... Yeah, it is. It's it's like you're slicing part of a pig off right there, just throwing it in, in the uh, fry later and bringing it on out to you. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's delicious. And the burgers they have there are the best burgers I've ever had in my life. Yeah, but who wants to eat a burger when you're at a steak place? They um, actually take the ground-up meat that they don't use with the steak, and it's like a, it's a different kind of burger. Well, right, maybe we better at burgers. Yeah. We'll get burgers... Uh, hopefully the they get all the steaks. Yeah, they they sell those burgers at the grocery market at the grocery market at the grocery store that I go to. Uh, and I cooked one. It wasn't that special. I think it was just a regular burger with a Peter Luger sauce yeah, mixed in. Yeah, don't let yourself get caught up in the supermarket <laughs> food. Um, Colorado has Jack and Grills seven pound breakfast burrito. Yeah. Now I don't know why. Yeah. Anybody needs anything seven pounds first thing in the morning, or maybe you divide this up. With a bunch of people, um, let's go over to Jason in Texas. You're on Run Fez. Yeah, there's a place down here in Waco, close here to Rustin's hometown, called Vtex, and they have oh, a thing yeah. called the Gut Pack. The Gut Pack's and, uh, the bomb. It's wonderful. It's uh, it's Frito pie, but it has brisket, sausage, cheese, sauce, everything on. I mean, it's absolutely it's a heart attack waiting to happen. Um, let's go through some more of these. Um, uh, Illinois, of course, does deep dish pizza, which, how much of that can you possibly yeah, eat you in one do? sitting? Uh, Indiana has the fried brain sandwich, and I don't believe that is human brain. And Iowa rocks something that they call the hot beef sundae, which I've never heard of before. So is that, is that like a sandwich mixed with an ice cream sundae? Yeah, it looks like it's something like sundae stuff. Along with chili or something. I can't tell what it is. <laughs> sounds sounds promising. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. That, uh, the gut pack that guy that just called in brought up in, in Waco is so good. It's like a Frito pie mm-hmm. on overload. It's like, a bar- it's like Texas barbecue mixed with Frito pie no, mixed with... Give me what a Frito pie is. You know, like you have a... a, a a bed of Fritos, uh-huh. and then you put some cheese, you melt the cheese, and then it's like chili, barbecue sauce, uh, jalapenos, onions, and you kind of mix it all together. Why do I get the feeling that every one of these meals tastes exactly the same? Oh, no, it's good. It's good. That's uh, a great hangover cure, the gut pack. It's right uh, down by Baylor University. Here's uh, Peter, Jersey. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Uh, we call the Jefferson Diner in New Jersey. It has, like, the best cheeseburgers. Like, I just, like, I stopped eating flaming on just eat the cheeseburgers. And what's the name of this place? The Jefferson Diner. It's been on the Food Network. Everything's been on the fucking <laughs> Food Network. The Food Network, as far as Jersey goes, just goes to a lot of places that are close. I no longer give the Food Network the full diner uh, deal. No, they went to the places they went to in Austin, and uh, it was just embarrassing. Not good place. 
Food Network is is way is all hype, all hype, I, nothing I, else. I remember when uh, Rachel Ray went to Austin. Yeah, and uh, she cheats. She remember when she used to do the. I don't know, it was like $20 a day thing. <laughs> she would just sit and cheat on that. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, like, she would like skip breakfast. You're like, wait, yeah, the whole like, point was like, you're going to have three meals. It's 1230. We're going to have a late lunch. <laughs> 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 the show just started. Yes, this is you're, you're fucking ripping us off. You've got to be able to make the whole day work this way. I want you to bring some extra money and really enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go over here to Dave. Dave, you're on Manifest. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, outside of Charleston, uh, there's a little town called Somerville, South Carolina, and they've got a place called the Dog and Duck, and they have a great dog called the Doggy Brasco, and it's a uh, quarter-pound Nathan's Famous dog, and they wrap it in a slice of bacon and deep-fry it, and then on top of that, it's on a split bun. Uh, they put some pastrami, some sauerkraut, and melt some Swiss over the top. It's delicious. Where's the duck come into this? <laughs> I don't know. Because I thought you were saying some duck off. fat or something. Um... <laughs> Let's go over to Keith in Delaware. You're on Running Fez. Good afternoon, Ronnie. Um, there's a place called Helen's Sausage House in Smyrna, Delaware. They take, they make their own sausages. They're about six inches long, about as fat as a bratwurst. You get two of those that are deep fried on a sub roll with two eggs and cheese. Fucking Gourmet sounds magazine. Amazing. Oh, God. Gourmet magazine rated it as one of the top breakfasts in the nation, and it is a shithole. Uh, you walk in and you just feel dirty. But after you're done eating it, you can feel your heart slow down and start to beat harder from all the cholesterol. I'll get some to go. I don't. I won't have to sit down in there. Helen's Sausage. Helen's Sausage House. It's on Route 13, just north of Smyrna, Delaware. Well, first of all, everything in Delaware is on 13. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, Keith. I'm so thanks, hungry. I'm so hungry right now. This I know. Is, this so is am a I. Cruel thing to do. Right There's now. <laughs> nothing better than like a really good fucking breakfast uh, oh, yeah. sandwich. Um. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. James in Chicago, you're on Manifest. Hey, guys. Uh, over outside of Chicago in Oak Brook, there's a restaurant called Redstone. Every Sunday they have a brunch. Now, Ronnie, it's not your the kind you hate where you're standing in line with a card. You order the food and they bring it out to you. So if you want more of uh, whatever's on your plate, you just you know make it fresh for you. And right at the beginning, they slammed down this, I want to say it's about... Two by two, big pecan roll that you slam down on your uh, table right before you eat, or right before you even order. You say, "Here you go. Here's the starters," and then you go order your brunch and go from there. It's fucking delicious. All right, uh, I'm gonna lock into this. Redstone is the name of it, James. Yes, sir. It's in Oak Brook. Um, I guarantee you, you'll love this place for a Sunday brunch, Ron. It's not, like nothing you've ever been before. I appreciate it. I love hearing about the local joints. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The real local places. Uh, Kansas is known for their charred ends. That's like a barbecue thing. That's good stuff, too. And that's really good. Uh, Louisiana has bonnets, which are out of this world. Maine has the lobster roll, which are starting to be picked up around the... Are they okay. good? Are they good here? I saw somebody advertising a lobster roll, and I thought it's not going to be as good as New England. Yeah, let's make it. Let's take a road trip up to Maine. Well, I don't know how you got into this whole thing that we're all buddies together. <laughs> I mean, you threw your life away by coming here, but it really meant nothing to us. I thought I kind of picked up a surrogate family, and I was you kind of have, yeah. yeah, you kind of have, uh, but the the jury's still out on you. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Bobby in Babylon, you're on run affairs. Hey Ronnie, good afternoon. How are you? I, my mouth is water. I can't. But I'm picturing you. Uh, I'm picturing you at the table with that big juicy ribeye. Yeah. Man, that sounds good. Um, 
If, God forbid, one of those ribeyes happens to put you in the hospital for an angioplast, uh, you think, uh, who would you expect to come visit you? Look, we're not going to get into that. Fez didn't come to the hospital to see me. It was fine with me, and it was fine with you, right, Fez? Yeah, it's it's fine. Fine that you didn't come see your buddy when he was down? I mean, I'm... I think it was a mistake, but I, I'm, I guess I'm fine with the mistake. I don't know. Don't make a big deal out of it. It's okay with me. I did ask for you as soon as I came out of anesthesia, though. I said, where's my fez? And my uh, chick said, um, well, you have to remember, it's, four, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He likes to watch his shows. I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to do? It was far from you, fez? No, it was just uh, right across the river from Roosevelt Island. It was one subway stop, really. Why didn't you come over? I mean, for a minute. I didn't think you'd want me to see you. Hmm? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, there's a controversy brewing right now, Rustin. Oh, no. In Delaware. Uh, Mark wants to say something bad about the other caller. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you yeah, doing? Good. Hey, as wonderful as Helen's is, and I eat there every week, they do not make their own sausage. They're simply Deets and Watson, but they make a hell of a one-egg roll and sausage sandwich. There's nothing better than a good breakfast sandwich. It's the best. I don't know why anybody ever wants to look at their breakfast and then use a knife and fork when when the hard roll has been invented. But I just got so excited about a homemade sausage, and now you're telling me it's just store-bought? It, it is just store-bought. You can get it yourself, but they, I don't know what they do. They make a great sandwich. Hey, how do you guys feel about a good breakfast sandwich and a milkshake? Well, I don't wow. milkshake in the morning. That's too much, yeah. It's too heavy. Too heavy yeah, at morning. a certain point. I mean, I guess if you think after breakfast I'm going to go home and sleep, sure. <laughs> then you can do whatever you want. But it, like, is your day starting here? I thought about weird breakfast food I was eating on Saturday. I uh, woke up and had and cooked pancakes. Yeah. As I finished eating, I mean, I was, you put syrup on them and you just butter, and it's just a bit, it's a big cake. It is I a cake. Like, I was at the, uh, 10 o'clock, and I was done. I was exhausted, sweating. Well, you know, the other thing is, like, people will eat donut in the morning, right? <laughs> but you wouldn't eat a slice of cake. Yeah. And you're like, if a person had a slice of cake, you'd be like, what is, what is fucking wrong with you? Yeah. Um, but the weird thing is, like, breakfast is the only meal that you really can't ask for dessert after. And yet you could get a donut or a fucking cinnamon yeah, roll. It's the most fucked up meal of all time because it, it, the food, it just runs the whole entire gamut. You have bacon and eggs, which <laughs> couldn't be more hearty. And then you have uh, cinnamon rolls. My mom used to make cinnamon rolls all the time. It's it a just, nice combination of grease and sweet, though. It's true, but that's how you start your day. No wonder we're all <laughs> fucking fat in this country. Insane. But no one would ever think... I'm going to wake up in the morning and have a salad. <laughs> you, you wouldn't fucking do that. No. You'd be like, what is wrong with you? Have a donut. Yeah. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Hicks, are you and uh, Fez still eating breakfast together in the morning? Oh, yeah. I always, I kind of want to take a nap every time afterwards. Have you ma have made Rustin part of this? Yes, Rustin and the other God. intern, Greg, are part of our breakfast. The other intern, who we're now calling not Rustin, uh, it's Rustin and not Rustin, and they seem to be doing great together. You guys are good buddies. Yeah, we're pretty good buddies. We actually we got to meet Opie and Anthony today, which was well, that really was your exciting. first, huh? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony wanted me to make sure that we were treating Ron Bennington like the radio god that he is. And that is a good idea. That, that we were. Well, thanks for that, Ant. And uh, but and you are right. I didn't even think about that. I probably am a radio god. I didn't, <laughs> didn't even dawn on me. 
Um, that McDonald's breakfast, by the way, it's, it's tearing me up. It's well, really... why can't we break it up, Fezzi? Why do you get into this rut? There's so many other places to go. Surprise the guys with a different breakfast every day. Well, I said, let me know when you want to change it up. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. You're always looking for the intern to tell you what to do, right? Why aren't you thinking, how can I do stuff? What can I do on my own to bring a little happiness to the life? Uh, should I have a new different kind of breakfast? Should I say, meet me here? Should I pop in on my friend after he's had uh, surgery? You know, could I be there with... And I'm not saying you bring, bring a big fucking present, but you're going like this. Hey, I got a Sports Illustrated for you, buddy. Should be good. They got all the fucking fantasy picks in here. All right, I'm going to let you go. Oh, by the way, here's a sausage roll from Delaware. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't always feel like you're a counterpuncher, Fez. Okay. All right? Yeah. I'll see what I can do tomorrow. See what I can do tomorrow. I saw, I saw on the street the other day after school, there was a booth setting up, and they were selling Sports Illustrated's from the 60s, and I thought, oh, God, if, Ron, perfect. if Ron gets sick again, I'm coming to this store, I'm buying some 60 Sports Illustrated, and that's how much I'm going to take it up to him. Right, you see, he's already thinking ahead, Fez. Yeah, but he's thinking about you being sick. Well, thank God somebody is. Remember what happened last time? <laughs> I that thought about you. That helped. Just to know that you were somewhere else thinking about me. What were you thinking? Glad I don't have to go over there? No. You still in that rough mood from this morning? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Something Rustin said? No, I, it's just uh, Monday lockup. How's that different from the Friday lockup you experienced? It's, it's, it's only different from, it just, it feels worse. I see. 866 Ron Zero Fez. The Fighting Irish had a rough weekend. This was this was not good for Notre Dame. Well, we had they're, bad. they're always going to have a rough weekend. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. But A, uh, Fez isn't from there. B, he didn't go there. Yeah. And C, he's not even Irish. And D, he's not Catholic. There's no team. reason to be connected with that team. Um, <laughs> there is a Lutheran team out there. I think they're in Division Two. Yeah. Um, maybe you could follow them. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here's our buddy, the Scrambler, over in Chicago. Scrambler, how are you? Doing good, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, they got a place up here just north of the city. It's called Sarkis, S-A-R-K-I-S, and they got a sandwich there called the uh, the Animal. And it's, uh, it's a hoagie roll that they cover in butter and then uh, toast on the griddle. And then it's got... Uh, like a half pound of American sausage on there, and then it's got some bacon, some ham, handful of lettuce, uh, uh, onions, green peppers, and for like a dollar more, they'll make you, I don't know, about three-quarter of a pound of hash browns with a slice of brick cheese melted on top of it. Well, right if we're going to do that, I'm going to throw in the extra buck. I mean, I'm already here. <laughs> Here's yeah. an extra. Even if I don't finish it, it's a dollar. Scrambler, why didn't we hook up when I was out in Chicago? Because you seem to know your uh, way around. I do, I do, and uh, I always I tell Wolfie, make sure he calls me next time you're in, though. Uh, by the way, we heard from him. He is in Munich, and uh, he's there's actually a tour called Hitler's Munich, what? where you can go to all Hitler's fun spots. Oh, that's good. I think that's, I think that's offensive, but I also think the Dallas, hey, 
uh, show up where JFK got shot in the head yeah. and experience it all yourself is offensive. So are there are there any updates on the Molly's New York? Um, I can't wait to finally experience a Ron Bennington cupcake. Well, they're building it out right now, but if you like, I'll uh, I'll meet you down there one day and uh, take you in to see it as they're building it out. Oh, that would be very cool. We can. I'll, I'll have your picture taken with the workmen, and oh, you'll just. Wow. Um, could put that up on my Facebook. That'd I didn't know that. You, I didn't know that you're pushing a Facebook. No, I'm not. What I want you to do. <laughs> what I want you to do on your Facebook is give us an update of every new breakfast that Fez has for you. Okay. Right now we're just at the sausage and bacon. Uh, Can't get out of that rut, huh? It's good. It's a good breakfast sandwich, but it, it's. Ba- I think it's it's bad for me. Like it's bad for my heart. It's like it, about an hour after I eat it, my stomach starts hurting and. It, here's the thing I don't uh, this is why you don't want to do the same thing over and over if you did it every once in a while wouldn't be like that so yeah you want to do some healthier choices but you also want to surprise them I know Hicks is a French toast guy from way back loves it <laughs> okay. I didn't know that I didn't know that but look how quickly he jumped on that uh, Dan in Boston you're on the run of fish show hey Ronnie how you doing man yeah uh, I got a place for you. Uh, I'm the guy who called and told you about that place up north uh, with the lobster rolls. Well, oh, another yeah. Place in Maine. There's another place in Maine, Portland. It's called Nosh. Uh, the guy's doing amazing stuff. Great. He's doing homemade charcuterie and stuff like that, but he has a burger called Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. It's got foie gras, seared pork belly, homemade mustard, American cheese, uh, quarter-pound burger, and macerated <laughs> oranges and cherries on it. That sounds unbelievable. Jesus Christ, that's uh, it, It's nerve-wracking. Maybe I need to run up to Maine. Uh, yeah. Rustin, you really want to make that trip. And I'll make a Maine road trip. What I want to do is stop in Massachusetts and get your picture laying on Carwax's grave. <laughs> so I can put you right underneath his headstone, take a quick shot. Uh, good stuff. Uh, last time I was there, somebody left behind really old shoes, and I was trying to <laughs> get the meaning. I couldn't pick your... Pick your uh, Talk- Talking about a uh, pork belly sliders, there's a place in Austin called Odd Duck Farm mm-hmm. to Trailer, and they're really big on like the farm, farm fresh, just right. Everything's right from Austin. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a gourmet chef, but then he opened up a food trailer, and they serve these uh, pork belly sliders. They're just out of this world, unbelievable. They sound they're good. So good. I like pork belly. The pork belly is just incredible. Um, but I will say that I'm never impressed with the trucks. Any of the food trucks, they just don't work for me. Oh, well, wait till you go to Austin. They know how to decorate a food truck. What do you mean decorate? What? Is- well, okay, like the Gordos I brought up earlier. Uh-huh. It's this big silver, like a, I don't know, it's like a streamlined trailer that are real old school. Uh-huh. It's got great, like, neon lights, the big menu. It looks good. It's a good-looking food trailer. You see what he does, Fuzzy? He has definitive opinions. Mm-hmm. He's not uh, putting his big toe in. He's leaping in. Is he right? We don't know. Don't have a clue. We don't know. And you know why, though? Why? Uh, Because it's just an opinion. It's just an opinion. Um, Fez, what do you think you're going to do for these guys tomorrow? Is there any way to bring, like, a candelabra in here? Maybe lay down some nice silverware? Get it going where every day it's a different experience. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I just... I just pulled up their menu, uh, mm-hmm. that odd duck, and this is a new one that they have <clears throat> that I can't wait to try. Soft-boiled duck egg with goat cheese grits, mushrooms, and grilled squash. Right. Tell it me looks that like I... the food wagon from Machete. All right. Now, um, someone wrote to me, if you travel with Rustin, P, 
people were going to think that he's blowing you. <laughs> um, yeah, because we really would be the odd couple. But I could end up banging him in the ass. So you don't know either way. Well, and I'm going to make a great mixtape for the ride. So you um, got that looking up for you, too. <laughs> Anthony in New Jersey. You're on running fence. Yeah, hey, hey, Ronnie, out on Roosevelt Island, there's this diner that makes one hell of a big chicken. Fantastic. You know what? You can bust Fez's balls all you want, but he's starting to become somebody different now with this. Russell, I just want you to look over. Now he's stopping doing it, but he was just squeezing his own hands as if he was holding his own hand. <laughs> and again, he wonders why he drives me crazy, but this is what I see, what... There was, a, there was a kid in elementary school who used to do the hands where he would just constantly rub them back yeah. and forth like that. Turned out the kid was retarded, but that I didn't mean that shouldn't have brought that up. But That's he, okay. But he could fight. He was a fighter. Like well, all retards have superhuman strength. What are you doing with your hands, you retard? And he was very quick to throw them up. Well, you got to be very um, so be careful making fun of Fez because you could jump across the console. Um. That would be a step ahead. I would love to take a fucking Eminem shot from him. I'd feel like it was a walk. But uh, this is why I don't think Fess is retarded, because he doesn't have superhuman strength. Oh, okay. Now, uh, and also, here's the thing where you're thinking, well, at, when you're younger, you're like, well, I'll just uh, yell at the retard, and then I'll take off running. Yeah. No. The fact that they walk on their toes all the time, the hamstrings are just ready to take off. Oh, they're super fast, super now, quick. I had always had a dream of raising retards to play professional football. Superhuman strength, great. Now, I thought maybe with their speed, put them on as wide receiver. Problem is, you throw the ball to it, to them, they put it down and start fucking it on the field. <laughs> so, I don't know. The only way, and I don't have it all worked out, I thought maybe I could train them with torches. Or just like, I just put a torch up to them every once in a while. But I might even be crazy now. But I don't think you see as many retards as you did when I was a kid. You, de you definitely don't. I don't. There's not even from like I can see a definite difference from when I was younger uh -huh. to now. Just how many, how many, or maybe they're just able to kind of like assimilate into the society easier. No, no, um, <laughs> that's not. what they do. Is the you know it could be checked and we Roe v Wade this fucking thing. Yeah, because. I mean, seriously, you got to be Sarah Palin before you think I want to go full term with a retard. That's true. That's true. You know? So that's and, a, I mean, that's got to be a tough decision though. If you're you're in and you can still not. have an abortion, and you know, no easiest decision you'll ever make. <laughs> <laughs> what if you've been trying for a long time and you you didn't know if you you didn't think you could have a kid and still like easy. Well, you got a kid? Still easy. It's gonna be retarded. Then. No, still no? easy. Ah. Still easy to pull out. Try again. Still <laughs> easy to say. Nope. Don't no. want to do it. Um. And I, you know, in the back of my mind, I always think uh, all kids are retarded just because of the stupid yeah. fucking things they say and believe and just how bad their literature is. Mm -hmm. I don't want to read a fucking book about a cat who got mittens. I don't give a shit <laughs> about this. This is fucking dull. And their and movies, they, too. Their movies are so bad. Well, uh, when, when, they're just, they're awful music. They're music that they listen to just blows uh any but here's the thing they have a really bad book and then they'll tell you you read it to me <laughs> look dude if you're so interested in a book learn to fucking read or get off on the pictures yeah because i ain't fucking reading this shit to you there's one of my friends on facebook was a retarded kid from our high school and i was a pal so we were i was friends with him uh 
and every single day he updates how many hours there are until the homecoming game. Midway. I've never seen anybody get more excited about homecoming Still? game than retards. Oh yeah, so excited about. He was they, on small Facebook. Would they? Um, what? Why retards have smaller faces? Uh huh. That happens sometimes. I never knew that. Where it looks like a smaller face. That may be a Down syndrome thing, but no. I think it's uh, a lot of mentally challenged. And they have the big glasses that just kind of hang off. Well, the thing is, is that the reason why they get excited about Homecoming Day is they like the same thing to keep happening yeah. over and over. Yeah. <clears throat> They'll want to get into a routine of, I'm doing this, or Thursday is Pork Chop Day, yeah. <laughs> Monday is Pizza Night, and they'll just want to keep... Re That's oh. what I do. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, then shake your own hand. Shake your own hand. There you go. Hi, I'm Fezzi. I'm Todd. We're both here together on a Monday. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here's one. that I never even heard of this before. The North Carolina liver mush. Now, I'm a big liver fan. Don't know what the liver mush is. Um, upstate New York has the garbage plate, which if you even look at it, it's fucking hideous looking. What what all does the garbage plate entail? What is all? Uh, it just if you live in Rochester, <laughs> you just take whatever you have and dump it on a fucking plate. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Ant said I was a radio god. Opie didn't bring that up though. I, oh, that was the thing. If I had to guess yeah. which of the Opie and Anthony duo, I yeah. guess Andrew and Norton. Would be kind of outgoing and friendly. Anthony came out of the studio and was like, oh, look, it's the new Ron and Pheasant turns. Yeah. How's it going? Opie didn't even look up. Had no, had no time to say a word to the new interns. It was just out the door. Jim said, hey, Jim, a big fan. He said, oh, thanks. It's real cool. He's typing on his iPad. Nice guy. Opie had no time. I was uh, kind of disappointed. So you felt like all these years, I bet o Opie is the one I can relate to. Well, I just felt like... If I, if it, hypothetically, if I was in the situation waiting outside the studio and they mm. all walked out, who's going to say hi? I would have bet a hundred bucks that it would have been Opie who would have introduced himself and been the. All right, so you lost a hundred. I need I that from yeah, you tomorrow. I, okay, I'll put it uh, on my tab. Yeah, I took that bet. Yeah. Because uh, you said, because uh, he said to me when I came in, he goes, "I go, how's your day going, Rust?" And he goes, "So good. I met an Italian named Anthony." <laughs> and I go, and you said that was your first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and he goes like this. It was so fun. It was like being in The Sopranos. <laughs> and I didn't know what you meant by that, but it was yeah. just because he's Italian. Yeah, it's from Long Island. Like yeah. Thing. Uh, and Ope, on the other hand, just no time for you. Didn't even look up. I don't. Maybe you didn't even see us, but I think that kind of says something if you don't see the you know the new people working for you. All right. So, uh, so you take that <laughs> as a negative? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm slightly offended today. Slight, very slightly. Well, um... Why don't you maybe try to think of something tomorrow to bring up to Ope to, you know? See, I, see, I don't know if that. See, Anthony came out and was open to conversation. Right. So I, even if he wouldn't have said anything, I would have said, hey, you know, hey, Ann, how's it going? I'm a fan of the show. Opie wasn't. He right. was having none of it. But Opie, here's the thing he's a hockey fan. So why don't you get some hockey news? Very good. Bring that up to him. I could talk, maybe talk about the hurricane. Or, you know what? Not even do that. Just be standing there with a hockey stick, just acting <laughs> like. You know, you guys say, what are you doing? Just playing some street hockey. Just something yeah. to bring them in closer to you. 
Maybe maybe I have to do that tomorrow. <clears throat> maybe I have to do that tomorrow. <clears throat> but I don't have any hockey jerseys. I don't know. Well, one thing that I know Ope likes is to have an intern talk shit about him. So you really are <laughs> loves it bonding. Uh, South Carolina gets credit for the turducken. South I thought that was John Madden's. Yeah, well, no, John Madden just eats it. <laughs> okay, just stole uh, it. But the ones that I used to get were out of Louisiana. Um, South Dakota fry bread, oh. which looks dull as shit. Tennessee, and this is the saddest, has a Ruby Tuesday fucking entry. Like the the fast the chain restaurant Ruby <laughs> <Yes>. Tuesday. <laughs> this is fucking awful. Oh, we put an egg on the burger. Look at that. Um... Here is um, here's outlaws in South Dakota, your manifest or South Carolina. I don't know if it's just something in the road, but I heard an audible thud that sounded like it was coming from my speakers. Uh, Brussing man, um, it was. You, you sound like a delightful young fella, but man, you just the wheels just fell off the damn vehicle, buddy. You just jumped from sandwiches and having fun to uh, messing with the wrong fella. Well. Uh, you did that the day you came in here. You took everybody down a peg, and you pointed out even something antisocial that I did with you before. Well, no, I'm not trying to. I'm not. I think the tone is getting misinterpreted. Maybe I'm losing it over the radio waves. I'm. I don't dislike Opie, and I don't want to pick on Opie. I was just kind of disappointed that he didn't see me, so we could have had a great interaction. Because I feel well, like, he did see. He just thought maybe he had other things on his mind. Man, that, and he first day back from a long vacation. Seems like he's got a lot of things going from his mm -hmm. Twitter page. I understand. I understand. But I feel like we could be friends. I feel like Opie and I could connect. But maybe he's not looking to make friends. Yeah, but, you know. Particularly just, with a minor. Just <laughs> um, Maybe he's thinking to himself, I'm an adult male. Yeah. And these interns should be working, yeah. not having social time. I guess that, I guess that makes sense. I mean, but... look how much more you have interacting than the other intern, not Rustin. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he's, he's, you know. Now, to back to him, he's like, well, why doesn't Fez spend more time with me? We up in the office. We all we have great conversations. All all four of us. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We talk about college football. Uh, Nick in Alabama, you're on a fez. Yeah, what's up, Ron and Fez uh, and Rustin? Rustin. Yeah. You got it. You're gonna have to go home tonight and get on Priceline.com and get a plane ticket back to Texas <laughs> because tomorrow you are gonna be the single and only topic conversation on the Opie and Anthony show, what? and they're going to tear you apart. They're going to crush you. But we, I, I didn't say anything overtly negative about it. I just mentioned that he but didn't see, look up. It but, wasn't but, a... but see, here's the thing. You were doing so good with oh, your, God. hey, I'm a southern puppy in a big town. Yeah. And you were, it was getting over. And then you started to, you know, cross that line. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I hear the engines going out of the plane that I'm on. I feel it going down uh, fast. No, As I, Well, it should. I don't think I don't think I don't think it was wrong, and I think if I can explain myself, I don't think Opie will take any offense to what happened today. Yeah, I don't think he wants to take his time to I don't think have things either. explained to him by interns. Maybe we can have a Twitter thing, right? We can hash this out over Twitter and not have to bring also, it into the workplace. Also, I noticed you did this. You did the divide and conquer, where you're acting like, <laughs> oh, Ant was great, Jim was great. Opie wasn't nice to me, so that even makes it go even further because people try to do that with me and Fez. No, as well. it wasn't. It wasn't like that. But Ant and Jim were very okay. Here's the point. Oh, on the show, Opie seems to be very gregarious and starting conversations. And Jim and Anthony are the jokesters. They're but, the ones who are going to zing you and mm. kill you. But then when it came out of the studio, it was totally opposite. It not any type of shot, just an observation. But but here's the thing. 
um, the whole thing about, you know, he was just on the air for five hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're here as an intern. You're supposed to be working for the Ron and Fez show. Uh -huh. You did the same thing with me after an unmasked when I had a 104 fever. Yeah. Where you thought, oh, I'll spend some time with, with Ron. And then I had to point out, why am I doing this? Why yeah. are you and I shaking but hands? But see, I didn't call the scene there. I just kind of put it in the, the middle. No, you never have the balls to cause the fucking scene <laughs> to everyone's face. Yeah. Later, you'll bring it up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know. I really, I don't think that... No, well, let me ask you this. Beef with Coming here, did you think that Fez and I had the personalities that you expected? Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I started listening to the show kind of later. I wasn't a super early listener. Mm -hmm. So, so you well, know, you're I a child. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. But yeah, Fez is. I mean, both you guys are are super nice off the air. So yeah, it was the kind of what what I, what I expected. Here's uh, Kevin in Minnesota. You're, whoops, let's try again. Kevin in Minnesota. Hey, Rustin. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to the bottom of the hole, stop digging. You might want to backpedal on this one. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm desperately trying to backpedal right now. I don't know if you can hear me. Hear the desperation in my voice, but again, Opie, admit no offense. Opie's, he's not listening to the show. He's got a kid. He's got a wife and kid. He's not paying attention yeah, to what some yeah, lowly intern is saying. Yeah, he would like you to also give out his personal life on the air. That would be <laughs> important. Yeah, because I didn't learn that listening uh, to the show. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew in Jersey, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, Fez. Hey, Rustin, what show were you listening to? You know, Opie might be a good-looking guy, but he's the biggest prick on two feet. If you bring him in a gift tomorrow, you'll find out when he smashes it into a million pieces. He might like a gift from you, though. Yeah, I think I might bring him bring him something nice to kind of make up for this riff that apparently I've started. Uh, Matt Willsboro, you're on my face. Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, uh, we have. I work in a restaurant in Wilkes-Barre. We have a bacon wrapped kibasi for an appetizer. Wow. What What is it about with you guys in kibasa anyway? We love it. It's all over the place. The Polish population. But, Brett, I get it, but don't they ever say, "All right, it's not an everyday food." No, we eat it every day. Uh, Let me ask you, you, like it grows on trees. You think you would like this, Ronnie? Yesterday for the Cowboys game, I made a, kind of a Texas specialty. You get jalapenos, and you cut them in half, scoop them out, fill them with cream cheese, wrap them in bacon, cook them, get it real crispy. It's a delicious football uh, afternoon snack. It just sounds like white trash to me. It is a little white trash, but that doesn't mean that white trash doesn't mean it's less good. And you're actually wearing a shirt that has Austin written on it. Yeah. Now, show me on your shirt where you grew up. How far is Crawford from there? Crawford's, like Austin's the star right in the middle. Uh -huh. Texas, Waco's a little bit more towards the center. It's about an hour, 15 away. So Waco is where you're, that's the biggest town that you're close to. Yeah, I mean, Crawford, it, Waco's about 10 minutes away from Crawford, which is where I grew up. So mm -hmm. we'd always, I'm going to town. That meant Waco. That meant Waco. Yeah. I'm going into town to get supplies. Yeah. <laughs> your mom would go there for salt and flour and yeah. come back with it on a mule. Exactly. They gotta make biscuits somehow. So, and where's Dallas? Dallas is like the other. Austin's an hour and a half one way. The, go the other way north, and you hour and a half, and you're in Dallas, mm. Dallas Fort Worth area. Which Dallas? They have a lot of. I mean, Austin has a lot of great concerts, but Dallas does too. Dallas is really big on the music scene. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. The uh, guy to take a break here. Uh, back in just a uh, few minutes. Lots to talk about after the jump. It's the Ron and Fez Show. The Virus. Sirius 197 XM 202. Ron and Fez. Undaunted, I knew the game was mine to win. 
Just like in life, all of my successes depend on me. I'm the man who has the ball. I'm the man who can throw it faster than fuck. So that is why I am better than everyone in the world. Kiss my ass and suck my dick. To run a face show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Hicks is pushing me into this. I might have to watch you spell it down this week. Please, do it for the rest of us. This is so fucking funny. The maestro is rebooting on one of our TVs. <laughs> I had to fucking call my cable company uh, about my bedroom TV and said, I'll fucking kill you if the maestro pops up again. It's the worst weight screen ever. It's, there's like five boxes, and it takes an hour and a half. Oh, for Jesus Christ, up. it's like having fucking dial-up. Um, let's go over here to uh, Steve, California, Yarn Run Fez. Hey, Boba Buddies, how you doing? Just wanted to remind Rustin that O and A have been talking for years about the race to the elevator and how they can't stand to talk to anybody on the way home. Um, first of all, uh, Rustin doesn't know. You know, he's just a kid. But I always laugh when someone says, uh, oh, I want to make it in this business. I'm really interested in uh, radio and just curious. I got an internship. And then you, you come in like that puppy. And then he's got uh, Opie, who is like one of the great radio minds uh, today. One of the real great minds of knowing not just how a show works, but Ope would be able to sit down and look at any radio station and, and you know, uh, be able to do, like, consultancy work if he wanted to. But for some reason, the fucking intern sees himself as an equal on day one and wants to know, like, hey, if he's getting coffee, why didn't he get it for all of us? I guess I'll have to keep him upstairs, too, like I had to do with New Girl. You know, these kids... They fucking mistake fucking brass balls for stupidity, you know? They don't even see the difference. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. <laughs> but I do like that kind of aggression because it reminds me of a young Fez Watley. I, I don't remember being so pushy. What happened, Fez? I think that was a stupid thing to say. Uh, what would you rather say? Well, the family... Now, what would you have rather said to that? I have no idea. Because that reminds me of a young Fez Watley. I used to be known as Mr. Pushy. That didn't sound right either. I want to try a third time. I don't think I have a third one. Well, we can change all this in post when it's all there. He reminds me of a young Fez Watley. It might be the amount of space that you're doing, uh -huh. that you're leaving in there. Just in a tense mood today, huh, Fez? Yep. And then you're also saying that your armpit hurts? Oh, I've got a giant infection in my armpit. Goiter? It's, it is about that size at this point. Pop that shit. Um, I don't think you're supposed to. Listen to me. Randy, you're on the Run of Fez show. <laughs> Listen I to me. I just wanted to let Rustin know that, uh, you know, Opie used to hate Dave the same way. And, you know, Dave did a run-in while they were in the middle of a bit and shoved something of his ass. And 
you know, they've loved him ever since. You know, they missed him when they even went to bat to try to get him full-time on their show after that. Um, it is true that maybe, Rustin, instead of worrying about why I'm not an equal yet, you go in there shitting in your own hand and chasing their interns with it, like Dave had to do to turn himself around. And people do forget that. Dave wasn't like the first. Very hated. But on the other hand, this, Fe this Rustin reminds me of a young Fez Watley. Oh, I was loved by all. Mm. I was a little Miss Sunshine. Really? What happened the first time I got sick? Oh, yeah, I went home upset. No, you got fired. Uh, Diaz fired him for, um, I think he said that you were a lurker and a something watcher. I forget. He said that you were just fucking hanging around him the whole time, like looking, like while he was sitting down, he was just hanging over him and staring. Like a vulture? And I was like, what happened to that other guy? I don't know. He just left. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mike here on Fez. Hey, I got a question for Mr. Pushy. Yes. Yeah. Hey, do you think that um, that armpit infection is due to some uh, late uh, lingering effects from ass-eating at a turkey trot? All right, let's not ever bring it. You're not going back to the turkey trot this year, are you? No, nah, I'm going to skip it this year. You can. You used to love that turkey trot. Used to. All the fun's been taken out of it. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, show up there. And I, I, There's plenty of other things I can do. I don't have to get up at 6 a.m. to go turkey trot. Um, let's go over here to Phil. Phil, you're on run Oh, uh, hey, guys. Uh, I have an Ichiban for you. Oh, well, it's a little late, but go ahead. Um, over the weekend, there was the World Burrito Eating Contest in New Mexico, and champion eater Joey Chestnut walked away with the crown, having 47 <coughs> burritos in 10 minutes. Now, how often does he eat like that? Is, he, is there something he's doing like every week? Uh, he's got to have a down week, I think. It's gotta, it, it'll, sooner or later, it's got to kill you, right? Right. I mean, you just can't just keep adding 10 pounds to your system and then shitting it out, because he's not a big guy. A couple but he must... A couple of weeks ago, he just lost some competition to the Black Widow, Sonia Thomas. But he must have an asshole like a water slide. I mean, he just must be able just to flush it back out again. But even in the fact that if you're, like, throwing up like that all the time, you'll start to destroy your esophagus. And your teeth. Because that's what happens to those um, little skank girls that eat and then fucking puke it out. And then also, yeah, they uh, the, all the enamel rots off their teeth. You ever know a uh, bulimic girl? Oh, yeah, I dated a bulimic girl. Yeah. So what happened? Why was she bulimic? I don't know. She got raped, and then she became bulimic. I, I get the thing that if you get raped, not a good feeling. So now you don't eat? I don't know. Oh, it was, it was, was it by a chef? Did she, think, did she think that the reason why she got raped, because she was so fat? So if she stays thin, they won't rape her anymore? I don't know. She was roofied or something. That's how it went. So here's the thing. If I was a psychiatrist, I know I would be saying to people, God, you're so stupid. I wouldn't even bring up the insane part. I would just focus on stupid. Yeah, I personally think that she was also doing it because her friends were also bulimic. So she was like jumping in on the vomit sessions. Well, yeah, I could say if your friends were bulimic, then if you came in at 80 pounds, you might look like a pig. I want to get down to 59 pounds. But if you do know a bulimic girl, it is 
fun to call her fatty and then ask her, are you putting on weight? Because that makes them feel better about themselves. Did was she? Did you know she was like bulimic before you started dating her? Uh no. I just, I just thought she was a little, maybe a little fucked up in the head, but I didn't know she was bulimic. But you thought she was fucked up in the head for going out with you? Well, yeah, obviously. And she was like a hardcore alcoholic, drug addict. So were you like like kind to her, or you didn't give a fuck? I don't know. I didn't really care that much. It didn't happen that much around me. I, like, I didn't hear the vomiting. Did too you often. try to act like I'm going to make sure you get some pro protein down your fucking throat? Mm, okay. That's, that's one way to deal. Um, Bill, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, I just want to congratulate you on bringing Fez back into the show. You start talking about his problem. He was right back. It is a problem you have today, huh, Fez? Yeah. You got two problems. One, you got the Monday stress. Yeah. And two, you have an armpit. Yeah, an armpit infection or boil or should we take a look at it if you want to yeah just you know what you might want to start doing is that's uh washing your armpits when you shower i wash them over and over again so it's right there it's that big where my fingers are around it it looks like he's got a gonad uh growing out of his armpit yeah it's very fucking disgusting jesus Hicks, I want to ask you something. This bulimic, when she was blowing you, right? Yeah. Did she swallow and then throw up right after? Because that would stay right inside of it. She gagged. Um, why don't you run a razor across it, cut it open, and squeeze it out? I don't know if you're supposed to do that. Well, what did the guy do for you last time? Uh, the last time, they were like, I went to two doctors. They didn't know what it was and said if it wasn't gone in two <laughs> weeks, go to a dermatologist. So those those smaller ones went away within two weeks' time. I was hoping this was going to go away, but it's just gotten gigantic on me. Maybe it's a bed bug nest. Could be a, uh, a bed bug nest. Could also be like a cancerous tumor. That's what I'm hoping it's not. If it is, um, I'm definitely going to see you at the hospital. I'm going to come see you. Thank you. Because <clears throat> I know what it's like when your friend doesn't show up at the hospital. Well, it's pretty big, Hicks. He wasn't making it up. Yeah, I can see it from the uh, security monitor. Good. Uh, when did it... It shouldn't start showing up on satellite imaging. You take that thing as a satellite, it's fucking <laughs> three feet over your head. If it's picking up on camera from across the room, it must be pretty big. But you see that, a camera's across the room, a satellite imaging. I think they can see it from the space station. Um, so you think that has something to do with your worries, Fez? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm worried about it, mm -hmm. but I felt I was, like, really putting that out of my mind, other than the pain that it's causing. Uh, so you're going straight to the dermatologist today? Um, I got to call the dermatologist. Mm. Um, Tim... Toledo, you're on of Fez. Yeah, Fez is going to have to get rid of that cat. You know, ever since he's had that cat, I, that's why he's been acting all weird all the time. And he's got towels all over his apartment. Well, you got the cat to keep you from being weird, right, Fez? Right, yeah. And I, that's worked. Um, that cat has made you more of a uh, of a person. 
Uh, Dave, North Carolina. Yeah, I was wondering if we could name Fez's Boyle Susan and mic it up, see if we can sing. Um, all right, we'll call it the Susan Boyle. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. It has the same hairstyle. Here's our good friend Elizabeth in Philly. How are you, Elizabeth? Hi, Ronnie. Good to hear you uh, in good health. Oh, thank you. Um, I I know it's a uh, growing under Fezzy's arm. What's that? It's, it's called it's a MRSA infection. It feels like a big pimple. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, MRSA's actually didn't they say that that's going around right now or something? Yeah, yeah I have it, and mm. my daughter has it. So you got a little MRSA for yourself. Yeah, a little MRSA for myself. But my doctor actually told me if it comes to a head, to pop it. I think he probably ought to just. Uh, Pop it, Fez, and then squeeze it out, and you'll be fine. Yeah, the problem is, like, there's no head on it right now. Well, that's why you slice into it. To go, you know, to try to... All right, to, all right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if there was a head on it, I would have some place to work at. But, I mean, it's really, really tender. And that's had you nervous all day today. Yeah, that adds to it. Do you want me to get the interns to paint it like a soccer ball? And we'll see if we can't sell it back to the Premier League. Um, Brad. Brad, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, Fez, squeeze it, man. It might be a fist, and if you get some white, nasty, smelly pus, then you'll know what it is. Squeeze that bad boy up. Oh, we'll see. Uh, Josh, North Carolina, you're on the run of Fez. Yeah, how you doing, boys? Yeah. Uh, I had the same thing uh, a couple of months ago. What really helped out? I mean, that thing, it hurts like a motherfucker, but uh, use, uh, like, warm water. You know, just kind of put it underneath there, and that'll bring it to a head. Well, you got a flip cam or anything? I'd like to Twitio this thing and put it up for the audience. Got my black bag. Come on over, and Fez, pull out the armpit. And this is the freak stuff you love to do now, right? This is where you're a little more, you're most comfortable? Yeah, I mean, this, I mean... This I can definitely do. Just uh, show off the the grotesqueness that is me. How come? I mean, you're a guy that gets really shy about things, but then from this kind of stuff you love to do. I think it's from not knowing about it, mm-hmm. you know, and then if if I end up bringing well, it up. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to open with this, Fez. You, you're making a film, right? right. Okay. So you just you want to first focus on the fact. Here, let's get some lighting down. Um, now, how long have you had this? Um, probably, uh, past, I'll say five days. Um. But it just went gigantic this weekend. Okay. Uh, so you know you had it for five days. You know you dealt with it before, but you didn't call the doctor. No, the last one went away and didn't get nearly this big. Mm. Um, hold on. Here's Kevin in Houston. You're in Manifest. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, my little girl, she was two when she first got these, and they sound exactly like what you have. Um, a warm compress will help, but you really do need to go to the doctor and have it cut open and drained, and they watch it put in a drain tube. Can't we just cut it open and drain it here ourselves? It stinks like shit, Ronnie. I'm telling you, it smells like the most just awful thing you have ever Smell. All right, so how long will your uh, Twitio last here, Hicks? It'll be 30 seconds. All right, 30 seconds. So, Fez, I need you for the first 5, 10 uh, seconds to explain what you have, and then uh, we'll get a close-up of it. 
What I have under my arm is a giant lump. I don't know exactly what it is. Whether it's a gland, a boil, it's some sort of painful, bright red infection. And that's the size of it right there as I squeeze it with my fingers. It's a gonad. Yeah, it's that big. And it's really, right now, touching it this, this close is burning. It is burning and it aches. All right, let's uh, see if you can get a good look at that because we might have to reshoot it. Because uh, I don't want to hear the burning and aches. I want to keep it a little more um, freakish. You get a little grandmotherly when it comes to this, Fez, instead of like a regular guy with a freak thing. Oh, God, it is freakish. <laughs> How it did it is, show up? It's on? disgusting. I wish you wouldn't have put your fingers underneath of it, though. Um, I can do it again. No, he re came back at it. All right, yeah, put that one out there as the first. Um, is there any way that we have Susan Boyle singing over it, though? It might be really exciting for everyone. Um, Bill, South Carolina, Yarmouth Fez. Bill, we lost you. Um, let's go over here to uh, Steve. Steve. Hey, guys. Fezzy, have you changed your deodorant lately? No, I have not. You still don't use deodorant at all? Maybe it's just your own BO backing up on you. Um, here is, uh, it says Pit Doc. Pit Doc, Hi, you're Ronnie. A... Yes. Hi, Ronnie, I'm a doctor. I brought stuff to you last time I was in town. Uh, what Fez needs to do right away is to get a prescription for some antibiotics from his doctor. Mm -hmm. and start taking it right away and put warm, uh, warm moist compresses to it to, to bring it down. It'll come down on its own. It's a boil underneath his arm. It's called hyatonitis. Either that, if it gets too big, he's going to have to have it lands and they have packing put in there. Could we just lance it ourselves, Doc? You could if you had stuff to clean it up and everything like that. The big trick is to get all the pus out you can. If it's, if it's not ready to pop, though, normally you, you try antibiotics first and the heat to it, and maybe it'll go down on its own. What I'd like to do is cut it open and then shove a Tums in there and see if that doesn't help. That eh, might work. All right. Thanks a lot, Doctor. No problem. Peace. I just really think... Uh, and then, you know, uh, Hicks, let me know when you get the first one out. And here's what I'd like to do with the second one. See if either our interns have any artistic ability. And I want them to uh, draw a hair on it and a smiling face, nose, eyes. And we'll just get a close-up of the Boyle and let Susan Boyle sing. We'll play a Susan Boyle song. And then that's how we'll put it out there. Uh, Lucas, you're on a Fez. Fezzy, if you cut that thing open, be careful. Uh, it can get infected, turn into a staph infection. My brother had one on his leg. It no, really if, it, nasty. if it could, if it turns into a staph infection, couldn't that also get Hicks and the intern sick? See, because it's all a staph. Huh. I think huh. if I cut it open, some creature's going to crawl out, like I'm having a cesarean. Look at you now. You're back in the show, Fezzy, right? Mm-hmm. How'd you do that? Um, I was worried about this lump, so I went ahead and talked about it and boil got it boy. off my chest. Your boil, boil. Well, it's on your chest or your armpit? It's in my armpit. Mm. Uh, Bill, Boston, you're on running Fez. Hey, Fez, do you still have any mayonnaise under there? 
I shouldn't. I, Didn't I mean, your first one come from Menace? It was like a week or two after Dave and I tried the challenge of who could go the longest without bathing and changing clothes, and we had mayonnaise under our armpits as part of that. I'll have to reshoot that. It went too long. It has to be 20 seconds. All right, 20 Sorry. seconds. Now, Fez, with this, instead of filling it all up, uh -huh. I want you to just explain. You have a boil that came up under your armpit. You're a little concerned about it, and just show it off. Okay. I have some sort of lump, some sort of grotesque boil or infection filled solid with pus underneath my arm. Ow! Uh. Ow! It is giant. Ow! Oh. Uh, see how that one looks uh, and sounds, and we'll try to get that up on 202 fronts as quick as we can. And then which one of the interns has the ability to draw a Susan Boyle face on this thing? For the next one, we'll just do Susan Boyle singing. I'm not crazy about that angle because you catch into his whole, oh, no, that's, oh. It looks like it's weirded out the hair underneath of it, too, Fez. You're really disgusting. Well, it's a crate. The skin all around it is this very weird reddish purple. <clears throat> um, Rob, you're on a fez. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe he's got lymphoma. You know, the doctor always checks the lymph nodes under your arms, you know? Um, yeah, well, it's either that or it's just Susan Boyle. Uh, Mitch, you're on a fez. How you doing, guys? Good. Uh, yeah, I was listening to the Afro Show replays this weekend, and I just wish, you know, Fez would, like, uh, get back into that character. I mean, it's good to hear him on the show today. And, uh, you know, but listening to you guys back then and listening to you guys now, I, I definitely miss Fez. Well, we all miss Fez, um, but he's still here. And it's a very interesting thing that we can miss him while he's sitting here. Uh, but do the replays kind of haunt you sometimes, Fez? Because you have to compete against them. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've I have the same sentiment as the caller. I wish, you know, I was more here like I was then, in what he heard. But would it be easier for you to go back and burn all the old tapes? Well, it it is hard to compete with myself even. So I think yes. So what you would like to do is get rid of the good days. And then make announcements, today was my best show ever. I showed off a boil. And have more good days. That would be the plan. Well, then we wouldn't have to get rid of the tapes then. That's true. Or else we'd say, hey, you were great then, just like today. Yeah, then there wouldn't be any comparison. It's very confusing. What's confusing? Because I'm, I'm proud of that work, and yet I get, you know, I feel like I gotta compete with it too at the same time. At the day that we destroy the old tapes, mm -hmm. should we also destroy the mirrors? It would be interesting to do. Um, here's Jay. Jay, you're in Hoboken, you're in Renefez. Best thing for a boil is some ice cold juice and a good night's sleep. See, I try to deal with that with my own uh, appendix, and it uh, doesn't always work. Uh, Carrie, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Hi. Yeah. Um, I think you might have shingles. <laughs> no, no. Well, I thought shingles were on the on the legs. I didn't know they were in the armpit. Well, it, it follows any nerve chain, and it sometimes presents just that. Well, well, this would just be one, one big shingle. <laughs> exactly, and it's like burning, fiery pain. And anytime you touch it or you can blow on it, it could hurt really bad. Um, so we shouldn't blow on his armpit? Please <laughs> do And I also, because he's diabetic, don't pop it. Because it can get even worse infection. Diabetics don't heal well. Um, oh, you're not the best healer, Fez, because you're diabetes? Yeah, I, if, I, if I get some sort of wound, it lasts forever. Like what? Like you couldn't get shot? Yeah, it would just keep going. Carrie, if you get the opportunity, you're a nurse, right? Yes. Uh, we're going to have this up on 202 Friends. Go over and take a look at it. Cause, <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> yeah. And then look at the next one because we plan on dressing it up like Susan Boyle and playing a song. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Um, Walter, you're on Run of Fez. What on, buddy? Yeah. My son came running through the living room and he heard his voice on the radio and stopped dead in his tracks and said, Dad, is that a man or a woman? He right. scared. He kept on running. Um, all right, I don't know whether you heard that, Fez. I didn't. He says his young son came into the room while he was enjoying the Ron and Fez show and said to him, Daddy, is that a man or a woman talking? And then he ran. He got scared by your voice. I'm all man, kid. Oh, man. Don't make me prove it to you. Uh, how quick before we have that up there, Hicks? It's up. It's uploading right now. It's halfway uploaded. Hopefully in a few minutes. All right. So uh, in a couple of minutes, go over to the two hundred two friends. And which one of the kids feels like he's a better artist? Rustin feels he's the better artist. Rustin is the stand-up guy, and we're getting less and less out of not Rustin. Not Rustin isn't confident in his artistic skills. I don't get it. See, this is the thing about Rustin is he may be awful at it, but he wants to be in the show. He reminds me of a young Fez Watley. Mr. Pushy. Just going back to that, Mr. Pushy? It's the first thing I thought of. Well, that's the one that you did before, right? Yeah. So, doesn't... Okay. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Darren, Utah. Yeah, Ronnie, I think Fezzi's worst fear has happened and uh, those bed bugs have burrowed into his armpit and created a nest. I mean, let's tap that thing and see if it moves a little bit. That could be a bed bug nest. That would be disgusting. Um, Fred, you're on Fez. Ronnie, maybe uh, Fez is growing himself a little side kit. That would be interesting if he just comes up and is like, Hi, everybody, it's me, Little Fez. It's my own quado. Um... Here's Veronica. You're on Run Fez. Veronica, we got him? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Fezzy, don't lance it. I knew a guy who used to get those kind of boils in his armpits and on his thighs. And what he would do is he would soak them in Epsom salts, and then it'll come to a head and it'll drain on its own, and it won't get infected. We don't have any Epsom salts, but we do have ESPN salts. <laughs> and they're very witty. Um... Fran, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ron, you've never ripped anyone off in your life, but this Susan Boyle bit was done on Futurama. The Katie Seagal character had a Boyle. She named it Susan. Craig Ferguson sang like Susan Boyle. Um, well, as you know, we're not familiar with uh, 
Futurama, but we could do this. This would be the first time it was ever done by living people. Okay, the clip was just on the Craig Ferguson show the other night. That's the only reason I know it. Uh, we'll see if we can't find that clip, and maybe we can even try them both. Okay. Really okay. bummed about this, Fez. Um, Eastside Lima says, if Rustin wants to get back in ONA's good graces, maybe he should make out with Fez's Susan Boyle. I bet Hope would spend a little, I bet he'd spare a little bit of ONA time for that. He'd be very interested. Oh, this Susan Boyle singing thing. Hmm. Hmm. Any of those cartoon shows, they get there first now. Uh, is it uploaded yet? 70% done. Very slow. Why so slow? I don't know. Um, Joe, South Dakota, you're in my Fez. Hey, Fez, maybe since you're asexual, you're reproducing asexually. Um, do you think that's a possibility, Fez? This is the first asexual birth. Uh, I'm sure it's possible, but right now, even as big as this is, I think it would be a preemie. So, today you're admitting to being asexual. Loving it. Russell just handed me a sketch of what he plans on doing. Would you like to see yeah, it? Yeah, bring it on in. And I'm a little worried, this Futurama thing. Um, we may have to, at the beginning of this, give full credit to Futurama. Right, the only other choice is Brian Boyle Murray. Now that what you've got there is, is a rough sketch at best. At best, a rough sketch. <laughs> uh, first of all, you think Fez has a flipper instead of an arm. <laughs> now, did you think? Um, and let's hear the Susan Boyle song because I'm not all that familiar with it. Now, I didn't tell Hicks I was a great artist. I think I'm just better than Greg. So, <laughs> not Rustin. <laughs> Would you, you like the concept that I'm going with? Is Well, the concept is his arm, his yeah. pit hair would actually be the hair for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd like to see whatever this Craig Ferguson boil bit is, if we can find it. Um, Sean has an extra concern. Sean, you're on Hey, Ronnie, Fezzy. Yeah. Hey, um, possible prognosis for Fezzy's armpit. I'm thinking uh, botfly. Has he gone to the subcontinent any time in the last couple of weeks, maybe when you guys are on break? Fez, have you been down under? Let me think. No, I have not been there. Not been out of the country. Fez, what about this? I just get a wagon and we go town to town with you showing this, because this is where you're at, you're most comfortable. It's talking about physical or mental problems. Um, you, it's no worse looking than Susan Boyle. I'm seeing the actual picture of her here. <laughs> I think Fez's armpit hair would work great as her actual hair. I it's think actually that, the same. Yeah, I think that's... I, th I think I'm going in the right direction. But here, she honestly. actually even has a Watley family look. And I think that's because she's Scottish. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's All your people of, look the same? It is one face, one set of eyebrows, one nose, everything out of Scotland. She kind of looks like Donnie Dunphy a little bit. It just gets put in a uh, cookie press. Now, did you like the work that he did here? 
I don't know. I don't think that really looks like Fez, but the what? I like the singing that he has. It's singing with well, little words. Uh, I mean, that is not going to be a drawing. That's actually written into it. I wish Tim Gunn could come in here and just <laughs> give that. You know, I like where you're going with this. I just feel like you need to flesh it out some more. What do you call it, Farty? Um, you've got a lot of work in front of you. I'll I'll let you get going with this. Yeah, I mean, I did. I took about thirty seconds for that. That's that's the idea of where the final project right. is hopefully going to be. All right, let's listen to a little bit of Susan Boyle. Is this her first appearance? Yeah. Now, is this the one that she squatted over a pizza box, <laughs> shat into it, and then yelled, it's here and it's hot and fresh, and went running into the audience while the people screamed and ran? <laughs> um, Sean, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ronnie, screw Susan Boyle. Let's call this thing Peter Boyle and give it some young Frankenstein noises. Uh, or uh, we could just have it shoot hippies like the movie Joe. Anyone? Anyone ever see Joe? Susan Sarandon? Kind of a cult early 70s film. Or Young Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> um, can you do a Young Frankenstein sketch I was just thinking, for me? I'm, just, I'm about to get started on that. And then yeah. I'm going to go watch that movie that you just brought up and maybe get started Joe, on that one, too. Uh, you're not going to probably like it so much. <laughs> I just did that bad that I forgot the name of the movie. And then I <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> um, we're not sure which direction to go with it. You still haven't uploaded this thing? It's taking its sweet time, 95%. Well, that's an A, which would be great. <laughs> um, Archie, you're on the Renefest show. Hello? Yeah. Hey, what's up, boys? How you doing today? Good. Listen, I had the exact same thing under my arm as says got. If uh, Rustin really wants to be a part of the show, why don't you get him in there with an exacto knife? Stab that bitch, and uh, Fez will be feeling like 100% in 10 minutes. It'll be gross, but uh, go on YouTube and look up people popping uh, people popping cysts with exacto knife. You'll see exactly exacto knife would be about. absolutely the way to go with this. But this concerns you, Fez? Yeah, because I don't know if it's sanitary or if that's the right course of action well, to I run think, a blade across this thing. I think it's sanitary. Once, as long as if once we slice it open, we don't fuck it. I think if we fuck it, that could be bad for everybody. I don't know if I want to be part of the show that bad. <clears throat> that's a little, that's a little disgusting. To be well, you don't really thought. want to cut this thing open. Yeah, I, I thought you were from Texas. I, no, I wouldn't mind cutting it open, but I don't want to hang out afterwards and deal with the aftermath of that. Can you well, imagine? You just squeeze it and it no. goes down. You, you really let it go into go, a bucket. You think it's going to be that easy? You think Faz is going to be like, yeah, now squeeze it out after you cut what everything. Kind it's going to be a... Yeah. What kind of doctor are you going to be? <laughs> You're going to be like the world's worst doctor. You'll just be going like this. Oh. If we draw on it first, then it's going to look like Susan Boyle has a horrible head wound. <laughs> all right, Faz, I don't want you taking this to a negative all the time, right? Look at the positive part of it. You're back in the show. Mm -hmm. And it's being done in a respectful and classy manner. They're going to write Susan Boyle. They're going to draw Susan Boyle's face on it. Uh-huh. 
Um, Pete, you're in my face. Hey, Ron, can I say two things? No, just um, one. Oh, sorry. Hey, Fez, what kind of deodorant do you use? Do you use, like, a clear-on or the roll-on stuff or what? Uh, no, it's not clear, but it's like a right guard stick. Maybe you oh, need a spray. Oh, the gel stuff gives, like, usually the boil things on your armpits. And can I say hi to my ex-girlfriend's boil? Because we named it Octavius. Oh, sure. Hi. Uh, Sean, in Albany, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. From the reddish-purplish uh, skin around it he's described, it sounds like it's staff or MRSA. If it hasn't come to a head, head, a head yet, what it needs to do is either get a heating pad or one of those hot, one of those hot pads you put in your pockets or your gloves to keep it warm, and the heat causes it to form a head. You don't want to cut it in studio because if it gets in a cut or anything on a pore, anybody it'll infect them also. And what he needs to do is he needs to ask his doctor about doxycycline which is a medicine mainly used for malaria, but it also kills staff at MRSA in just a few days. It is the only radio advice show where the whole advice. Fez Watley always has a way of bringing it back into this thing of help me. Uh, by the way, Gaz has written in, um, perhaps uh, you could name it Peter Boyle and sing Putting on the Ritz. Perfect. Um, on that one, too. Uh, Cruise Bottom says we could try a breast pump with it. All right, so we're going to break here. Uh, when we come back, we will try to have the video up of Fez's boil. It's the Ron Fez Show. The virus. Sirius 197 XM202. Ron and Fez. It's tonight, right? It better be. That ball drops. I'm going to grab a slut. I'm just going to pee in her butt. Run a Fez show. Alright, we've got it up on uh, 202 Friends, and it's so fucking hideous, I can't even stand to look at it. And I'm not even looking at the boil yet, just Fez's shirt <laughs> is so. I haven't even removed Fez, it. When I'm getting a laugh like that out of him, alright, let me milk it for what it's worth. That's all about timing. It's like. Remember when Kramer used to come into the room? Mm-hmm. He couldn't start his line. The, la- the, the cheers were already there. Let it breathe, okay? Laughter is like a fine wine. Yeah, give me a little bit of that, Bowie. All right, go ahead and play it over here so we'll get a good look at it. Some sort of grotesque boil or infection filled solid with pus underneath my oh, arm. Oh! Oh! Uh, oh! I think the ears needed to be louder. I should have been closer to the camera. What's wrong? The, sc- <laughs> the screen cap, it stops on when it just the video is loaded. It's just a shot of the boil. Why don't you use that now for your yeah, computer? Because it's, it's, honestly, I think I'm going to throw up if I look at it for about 10 seconds more. So. All right. I'm looking at it, and I don't know whether I'm crazy here, but I think it looks like Yentl. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. 
<clears throat> Nowhere. <laughs> wow, did that lay there? That didn't go over us. No one else saw it, huh? No one else saw it? Didn't see it. I mean, it looked like Batman. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Got him back. I was worried there for a while. Well, Fezzi, you didn't know that this would be your day today. You're just uh, popping this off. Uh, 202, friends, if you want to see uh, Fez's boil. And now I don't even think we're going to do the Susan Boyle or Peter Boyle thing. Because <laughs> really, I mean, it's so close to that other show that's just like us, Futurama. Is my drawing that bad? Was it yeah, that? Your, <laughs> your, your drawing suck balls. <laughs> and by balls, I mean Fez's big fucking pit gonads. Oh. Everyone's writing in that sees it, Fezzy, that you got the MRSA. And it's just a low-life fucking low-rent disease. It's just something welfare kids get so definitely, don't worry about it definitely looks like a staph infection yeah yeah it's no big deal but it, it beats coming up with stuff right yeah i guess so it is the ron and fez show 866 ron zero fez 866 ron zero fez um scott scott you're on the ron and fez show hello go ahead scotty hey fez when i was a kid i used to get uh, those all the time Take a beer bottle, boil up some water, pour it into the beer bottle, let it sit for a minute, pour it out, put the end of the bottle over it, and it'll suck it out and bring it to a head for you. Uh, Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez. I would just like to tell Fez maybe quitting at the diner seven days a week and have a vitamin, a chewable or anything. You're probably def- it looks like a vitamin got stuck underneath my armpit skin. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Fez, you're, you're coming back with the quips, huh? Quick quick and fast? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Guess so seems to be a big part of it today. What did your shrink tell you? Not uh, Quit doing that. Quit saying try and quit saying guess. Oh, he never said uh, he never said to do it more? No. Too bad, or else you'd have been able to go running back to him with some good news. It is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, very exciting. Aretha Franklin, new biop, uh, biopic on her. And um, she came up with a great idea. She said she'd like uh, Halle Berry to play her, which <laughs> seems like I don't know whether Aretha Franklin is completely in touch with her look. Um, great idea, Aretha. But what about Blindside? Why don't we give Blindside a call and see if he can come in here? Or maybe even Yentl. It, huh. Second time in a row. I really thought the Yentl stuff was going to start working. Uh. It's too um, bad Fred Berry isn't alive. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Another quip, right, Fuzzy? Mm-hmm. Getting back into it. I think when once you uh, uh, start to show the MRSA... It starts to work out. Um, all right, I'm reading some of the comments on 202 Friends. Oh, damn, that boy was nasty. I guess Twato has a brother or sister. Oh. Uh, people are retweeting it as check out Fez's creepy boil. Um, that Susan Boyle looks like a third breast fighting its way out. <laughs> um, 
It's hard to believe that Fez can find a fellow secret holder with a Gabby Hayes fetish to pop his old cherry. That has nothing to even do with the boil. Um, Magic just writes, that's huge. Um, Joe says Fez has just backed up all the loads that are bowling up under his pit. That is a possibility. Uh, Don says Fez looks pretty sickly. Hope you're okay, buddy. You have been dropping weight at a very strange and fast pace. And you said for no apparent reason, Fez? Yeah, not really changing the diet or working on that at all. Mm. Not hitting any treadmills. Why is Buffalo Bill in studio showing off his ailments? <laughs> um, I'd lance me. Well, th- th- talking about a different Buffalo Bill, not the one, the thing, but the actual Buffalo Bill. Oh. From the old days. Um, type 2 people get them, says I'm a trucker, which is you, Fez, right? Mm-hmm. Um, infected sweat gland. Hmm. Uh, Dave, Connecticut, you're on Fez. Yeah, Fez. When I, I had one of those, and when you pop it, it's going to stink like nobody's business. Like dead babies. First of all, we work here on the virus. We're used to stink. <laughs> the ability to come up with something in this studio that could make it uh, smell worse than the day before, is be- I don't <laughs> think it can be done. James and the Giant Peach, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, hey, Ron, this is uh, real interesting if this is MRSA, because most of the time that's contacted in the hospital, and I'm not sure if Fez has been to the hospital lately. Ouch. Coming back to that. Uh, this one just says, where's Fez Watley? Here I is, behind this hideous <laughs> fucking growth. <laughs> You're like a little laugh track over there, Rustin, just good, having the time stuff. of your life. Yeah, this show, there's a lot of... A lot of your jokes, I feel like I'm at home when I listen to it. I'm cracking up. Just enjoying yourself there? Yeah, have a great time. Back in bumfuck? Yeah, this show, back in bumfuck, this show was uh, was really great. And things would get crazy, you could put on Run a Fest, and it was always funny. What would actually get crazy in your life that you needed some relief? I had a pretty crazy family. I had a pretty pretty wild uh, youth growing up. My family's a little pretty dysfunctional, I'd say. In what way? Well, <clears throat> early divorce, and then... It's a lot of crazy shit. I mean, it's that's a, it's a long, long story. But yeah, it's, it gets crazier and crazier. Like, every, I mean, isn't every family in some sort of way pretty fucking crazy? Well, not like yours. Not where you said that your dad would take off his pants and then keep snapping your football. <laughs> which that had to be odd, right? Under center, too. Yeah, which was, get under there. Like, get up on it. It's get worth up the on shotgun, it. Dad. Yeah. yeah, you mind if I drop back a couple feet? Because I'm thinking about passing. Yeah. Um, well, Fez, you got back into the show today and you did a bang-up job. Is there anything growing under your balls or maybe between your toes? Uh, you got anything on your ass lips that maybe we could get up there? No, I don't have any other wounds. Do you want to just do a thing of your asshole, just a close-up of your asshole and put it out there? <laughs> I'd rather not. This way you don't have to think of any jokes or any material. Just a nice asshole pick. And then maybe we can get uh, the kids to, I don't know, draw some stuff around it. Now, I'll, I'll leave my asshole off of uh, 202 Friends. We'd end up losing friends if my asshole was up there. You think that your asshole's not as pretty as others? Is that what you're saying? I would be willing to bet. Why would that be? I don't know. It just I just have the feeling mine's if, if there was a beauty contest for assholes, mine would really come in last. 
Um, do you suffer from low self-esteem, Fez? A little bit. We could bleach his asshole. You want to do that? Want to bleach your asshole? Make it nice and white. That way you won't be so embarrassed I'm, when you're down at the spa. I'm not drawing a picture of that, If you ask, even if you ask me to. You're not in any position right now to turn down work, okay? You're still new in this business. It's true. And yeah. don't act like when I started, I didn't have to bleach an asshole or Is two. It, did, you, did you have to do some of this stuff? Cause... No, I came in as the fucking co-host of a big morning show in Florida. I had no idea what it's like to work your way up in the ranks. Well, I'm learning. Mm. Slowly but surely. Well, don't get me wrong. I struggled after I started, not, oh, okay. not before my career took off. I actually didn't, I don't even think I struggled at all until the Watley years, right? I guess so. What did, what right. did the shrink say? You so. know what? Do we have to get a gas jar going? I guess so. Um, maybe then. I like the way you talk. You like the way I talk. Mm-hmm. Maybe when he fills up the guest jar, when it's filled up, that's when we can go uh, to the big show dinner. We're going to go to the big show dinner. We just want to make sure. Jesus Christ. Seriously. Push it off. Like we're inviting the big show. He wants to be out on the street. Yeah. That's all. He's, he's, he's a diner guy. He wants to get out and enjoy himself. We're that's, going to go to Peter Luger's. Perfect. All right. That's, just, that's one. That's a, well, I've got a very long list. Well, what's some, what's some of your others? Fezzo's is eight dinners right now. Well, I'm really interested in going to uh, London, Gordon Ramsay's. Is that still? Is it? St I've heard it's still not. It's not owned by him anymore. I don't okay, think. and and then I wanted to do. What's the guy who owns uh, the Shake Shack? He, I can't think of his name, but he's a big New York City restaurateur, and he's got right. a couple of them that I that look really. Wait, good. did you just call him a restaurateur? Restaurateur. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a pioneer of restaurants. He's a what is it about you and restaurants? When when did you suddenly decide you want to be a food critic? I don't know. I, I waited tables in, in high school and stuff. I, I don't come into the city. I'm just fascinated by all the great restaurants and great chefs. And mm -hmm. I, for some reason, the past couple of years, it's been a, I've just gotten obsessed with really nice. You've places. been here how long now? Uh, this is, I think my third week in Th the city. Three weeks in. Yeah. Th why three weeks in? Does he know more about you? New York than you, Fez, and he's traveled it more. Um, I guess he's hungrier than what, I was. What word did you just use? Guess. What did your shrink tell you? Not to do it. Why? Because it doesn't help me. Help you do what? Um, get better. What do you mean by get better? Uh, it doesn't help with the freezing up. Do you think he needs to get better or you think he's doing fine? Because I think he's uh, aces right now. Yeah, I, I, I think everyone has room for improvement, but I think he's doing great. Room for improvement? Take a look at that cyst and tell me it could get any bigger or uglier. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty gross. I don't know. It's pretty George... stretched to the limit. I don't you think so? I guess so. Mm. I, don't I reckon it is. Why don't you start using reckon <laughs> instead? Did you grow up with that word? Oh, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon so. Yeah, absolutely. All the when, time. When you're down there in Texas, down there in Waco, they still have shootouts in the street? Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. But you got to walk three steps and don't pull your pistol early. That's, I didn't know that's that. cheating. See, I, don't, I, I cheat when yeah. it comes to gunfights. I really don't like a fair gunfight. I, I don't know if you can call this Twitter 202 Friends if you're posting things like Fezzes and Boyle. It's not a very friendly thing to do. Well, what, what's so unfriendly about well, it? Because I've still got that screen cap on my screen right now, and it's – oh, it's uh, – I, I, I don't know if I would want to follow this. Rustin, you're, you're too early in this business – to be to be deciding what works and what doesn't. Okay, you're right. No, you're, you're three weeks in. Yeah. You got to start making start somewhere though, right? 
All right, let's see what people are writing. Why is Willie Nelson in studio? <laughs> mm. That's probably just a boil cause from a cyst. I said to reduce swelling and pain, then get a on an antibiotic ASAP. Kelflex should do it. Well, let me tell you something there, dude. You're taking this a little more serious than we did. Um, Ron and Fez, where the listeners tell jokes and the hosts listen quietly. Um, this new intern is great. Did he say the show used to be great? You did say that at one point. I don't think I did say yeah, that. Yeah, you said the show used to I, be great. I think that I'm being misquoted. Uh, Mr. Roboto420 says, please twit pick that Fez asshole. I need new Jack material. Oh. Uh, Fez says, uh, this says, looks hot like you could cook an egg on it. Fez is looking more like Tippy Tom any, every day. He used to get those. Nice sweater, Fez. Not wearing one. Are you sure, or are you just guessing so? No, I know so. Beer Buzzard says that looks like an AIDS bubble. <laughs> mm. I can't tell where the armpit begins or ends with that boil. I mean, some of these people, I don't know whether they're being, you know, as nice as they could be. I'm just not sure about it at this point. Uh, Hicks, something was driving you crazy, though, and you said before we get to the end of the show today, Hicks actually said this. Yeah. He goes, if I don't get to bring this topic up, yeah. I'll fucking hang myself. Yeah. So, I don't know or not. Uh, Hicks, what is it that's been bothering you? Our Pew Research Center put out a... Uh, Who? The Pew... Research Center? That place stinks. They uh, basically... Hold uh, on. I st the laugh <laughs> is still there for me. Let it fucking uh, breathe. Go that's ahead. A good one. Thanks. <laughs> they basically released um, who the biggest threat to Fox News is in, in the news world, basically. Um, well, I'd say bull weevils. But that's just... <laughs> that's just me. Let me guess. Is it Yentl? What? I can't make the Yentl material work. I Fucking, you know, this is why I hate to work the cat skills because I get confused what people think is funny. And I spent a fucking weekend out there just murdering, just murdering. Like Yentl, don't they? Well, the th reason is there is that you can look at a young Jewish boy and say to yourself, I bet he has a pussy and still get away with having sex with him. That's all I got from that movie. That sometimes you can fuck little Jewish boys and they'll turn out to be Barbara Streisand. Anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? There's somebody, There's a threat to Fox News? Yeah, basically that because of... Well, let, so what the question is, what is the biggest threat to Fox News? Who is? Oh, I thought it was what? Because I was going to say the truth. <laughs> so it's who is the biggest threat to Fox News? I'm thinking John Kuzak with his tweets. What's his last name? Kuzak. <laughs> so, why are you shaking your head? It's not Kuzak. I know. Do you think that's the right pro uh, pronunciation, or you just guess so? I thought that was right. Well, you don't want to go with the guess so bit, and we could just, you know, work it out to the end of the show. And then we're, we got what? Repar? Tay. Hmm. So, who is the biggest threat to Fox News? It's John Stewart. Because of his young listenership, and then they need young listeners to continue on watching Fox News or whatever. They don't need anything. They've got their own people. And the people the people watching Jon Stewart aren't going to think to themselves, I also want to try out Fox. 
It's two different audiences. Well, I don't know if that's totally true. You think people would? I check out. I, I switch over to Fox. I watch John Stewart every night, and, and I like to. I like to watch Fox. What do you like about Fox? Glenn Beck is hilarious. That the, the whole that that lineup where they have Hannity, O'Reilly, mm-hmm. and then Glenn Beck. It's, yeah, but it's they gold. don't know that they're being funny. Like you're watching it yeah. like a pot smoker. Yeah. But they're fucking serious. Yeah, but like, that's the funniest part about it is they don't get it at all. Right, but so you consider yourself more of a John Stewart guy. Yeah, absolutely. There was a great article. I think it was on, maybe in the New York Times, but maybe it was on like Vulture or something. John Stewart. There was about a six-page article on, on, uh, on how they come up with their material and how they've switched from bashing on the actual politicians and it's told a hundred percent to bashing on the media. Well, that's because the actual politician now he likes he likes Obama, so he's not going to do a lot of Obama jokes. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I mean. They you could... don't have to guess. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Fez started guessing when his when he was your age, yeah. and now he has a fucking cyst in his armpit. I know that that's true, but at the same time, I feel like he could definitely go after Obama and the Democrats as hard as he went after Bush. But uh, he doesn't. He doesn't, and that's I mean that's definitely just that's because he loves them. I don't even know if he loves them anymore. I think he's just he just knows that his viewership is young liberal Democrats. Right, but isn't that uh, isn't that pandering? It, when you oh, don't do yeah. what's really on your mind? It's absolutely pandering. Should you get a sign and go over in front of John Stewart's and come go, should it just say, come on, John, you're better than this? Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's the middle of the way to go. To, but I don't know. I don't want to be the guy who's saying John Stewart won't shit on Republicans. He's, you know, just a liberal. Because I don't think that's necessarily true. But it is pandering. He's refu- I mean, he won't do the same jokes, or at least as hard as he went on Bush as he does you know, on Obama. And I think every liberal, every Democrat in America looks at uh, Obama and feels a little depressed right now. Yeah. I mean, even if you like the guy, you're like, why are you such a pussy? I'm not saying this. I think that I could run Fez's boil against <laughs> Obama right now and at least come close to 50%. Yeah. I mean, I, the Obama election was the first election I got to vote in and was really kind of involved in it all. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's so disappointing to see it now. Do you carry your county? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My vote really meant a lot in, well, uh, yeah. in the middle of Texas. There's a the, – this whole thing of hope and all that can re- – you know, hope is just an emotion. It's not a real thing. Well, I think it was interesting how they kept saying, you know, this Obama nomination and the run for the presidency is really going to inspire the – the, this generation, and it's going to in, introduce them to politics in a whole different way. But I think in actuality, what it's done is it's it's totally uh, made that generation, the ones who were so excited by it, totally turned off to the whole system. Well, you're also the laziest generation that ever fucking came out. I mean, literally, you're the generation that didn't get off the couch till you were seven. Yeah, but the thing is, the things that we're doing on our couch are way more the... Th- masturbating? Way more, yeah, masturbate. No, but I mean, seriously, the internet... I, I, just, I think that whole idea that we're the laziest generation is kind of bullshit because lazy is sitting on the couch, but the things you're doing on the Internet, the technology, the information that, that yeah, we're I, absorbing. No, don't get me wrong. There's a lot to be said you know, for Jack and the fetish porn. Yeah. I get that. And you guys can find fetish porn faster than anyone. Interracial midgets. They yeah. Pull it up just like that. But, I mean, to me, you're the entire generation that doesn't get a yentl. That is anxiety. You never bring that up. I, what about the elevator? I don't... Because I feel like I'm going to get into an OBS, a really good team. Right, but nobody saw them coming. And I think yeah. anybody looked at Sanchez last year and felt like, 
Man, he sure did dodge a couple bullets there. I mean, yeah. they they were winning on defense, and then the occasional fluke Sanchez play. And I I don't I think they're gonna have the book on him right now. And what guy who's been in the league for two years still has it doesn't know that you need a binder to organize all your plays? Saw that on Hard Knocks last night. I was so disappointed, Sanchez. Um, like I was a quarterback in eighth grade, and I had my own binder. Well, you had a trapper keeper, yeah. which made you even more prepared. Yeah. Uh, was this six man? No, it was eleven man. So yeah. you, I didn't know that they played gay uh, football down there. <laughs> yeah. Are, can I just ask you straight? You're totally straight. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I just lost fifty dollars to fucking Hicks. Are you serious? Yeah. That's yep. fucking embarrassing. Well, I said you were forty percent straight. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, not at all. I, mean, I, was, I guess I was raised by my mother, so I can understand that I've got some boy. effeminate char- characteristics, but yeah. no, I don't think that that's the case at all. No, you never got to spend much time with your dad at all? No, I mean, as I got older, uh, I definitely spent a lot more time with him. He's got, But he's got two, I've got two younger brothers with him, him and his new wife have half brother? kids. Yeah, yeah. And they're half Mexican? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did he marry Mexican? No, he didn't. Married a nice Southern Baptist woman. Um... Is that right? Yeah, he had, SB? To, he had to straighten his life out. So Before went, that, he was a meth head? Something very close, something like that. What was he? Uh, he, was, he was a deep into it alcoholic. And I mean, I don't know, I haven't got it, but drugs and alcohol. And Do you ever just leave whiskey around now just to see just if we'll go back it. into it? Yeah. No, I think he's been dry for like 17 years or something. I think he could have one then. I think he just have one cold beer yeah. and he'd be fine. I think so too. Isn't it funny though that he got straight for the new kids and not for you? Is that ever? Well, I think when they got divorced when I was like three, that's mm-hmm. when he went straight. So I so honestly for three think... years I had a very fun dad. And we had <laughs> just going fetching beers from he, the refrigerator. You know, the first three years are always, they say, the best. Yeah. And then after that, what what's really the difference? Yeah. Uh, Fez, you were raised by your cyst. Uh... <laughs> My sister, uh, which I called my sister. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. What's the giggle off that one? Well, uh, it's just, it's uncomfortable. It's what uncomfortable. part is uncomfortable? I don't know. Just the there's there's you guys, you two guys have such a chemistry, and mm-hmm. you can tell that you've been working together for years, and just the the way you play off each other, it just. The little looks that you give, and there's a certain in the air that just gets real uncomfortable. It's funny, So though. uncomfortable is a good thing or a bad thing? I think uncomfortable can be funny a lot of the times. Okay, I, I don't know, know if it's necessarily good in the long run, but it can definitely be very funny. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Hicks, do you care about the West uh, Coast game at all? Oh, very much so. I got uh, Sanio <laughs> Targa's tight end. So he needs to be fucking lining it up. I've got the Chargers as my elimination pool pick. Um, that seems like a pretty good bet. Against the Chiefs? I think so. The Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I just got caught that. <laughs> With a V. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Dr. Pasquale. Doctor, you're on my Fez. Yes, this is Dr. Pasquale. I'm off in northwest of New Jersey, and I've been listening to this conversation, and I'm sure it's sebaceous cyst. A what kind of cyst? Sebaceous cyst. So what does he do for that? Just cut it open with an X-Acto knife? I would recommend that. It is like a honeycomb shape, and it has a lot of pus in it. Just make sure thing is, everything is sterilized, probably an alcohol wipe. Clean it, lance it. All right, Fez, let's take a look at it out. right now. Uh, we haven't seen it in a while. Let's take a look at this. Thanks, doctor. You're welcome. Boy, it is red all around there. Oh, and just... God. Show it off. There's a- ah!
cyst. Oh, Ow. Jesus. Or as you used to call it, your sister. <laughs> Ow. Sister. Is it redder now? Your sister, your sister. Uh, Gary. Gary, you're on the Run of Fest show. Guys, what's going on? That, that, that was funny. Um, please remember that the Jets are not a good team. It, had the Colts not laid down last year, the Jets wouldn't even made the playoffs. And when they did play the Colts when it mattered, we all saw what happened, even with Revis Island. They're going to get smacked tonight. They're going to go 9-7 and not make the playoffs, and they're going to burn the building down and shoot Rex Ryan. You mean the Colts that got beat by the Texans yesterday? Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Are, are we on a new <laughs> season, or are we talking about the Jets being a good team last year? Uh, now, hold on to this. Now you're all, you're also a Houston fan? I'm, I'm going to rep Texas whenever somebody starts shitting on them. I'm going right. to make sure I stand up for the Lone Star State. But, you know, I'm from fucking Philadelphia, but I don't yeah. go running around going, come on, Steelers. You should. That would be wrong, no. I don't think there's the Texans are so new that I don't think there's much of a rivalry between the Cowboys and the Texans. We uh, live together peacefully. I think peacefully. the Texans are going to have a better year this year. I think they might. Judging by yesterday, God, the Cowboys look pitiful. Run all turn around. He had good fantasy points. That doesn't mean shit for the team. Ex- give a fuck about any team in the fucking league. I just care about fucking fantasy. That's sad. It is sad. That's sad, New York. But, yeah, that fucking game last night, uh, that entire Cowboy team just went like this. Well, we don't care much about the Redskins. It's never been a big uh, rivals for us. I just don't understand what the deal is. <clears throat> and I had them on my fantasy, the defense special teams. And I feel like if they would have gotten one big play, one kickoff return for a touchdown, would have gotten me some points, one. But I, I feel like that would they they just needed something to jump off. They just seemed like they were in the locker room. Well, this game. was the they didn't care the part of it too that was weird. You're like, well, the Redskins are letting them hang around, so no. we know how this ends with the fucking drive, and it's over. And then with that drive, and then ending on a fucking penalty. Okay, what? It, now I was totally confused because I don't, I don't, wasn't watching it with the sound uh, up there at the end. But I didn't even know plays could end. I thought you got there was ten yards back, and then you got the to do one that's more. That's the way it was always done before, but they've changed the rules. Fine, that's, I mean, I, I don't disagree that it was a holding call, but that's a shitty way to end the game. It's a ridiculously depressing way to end the game. And there's, which is bad. There's the old saying that, I don't know if it's an old saying, but people always say that in the NFL, if you wanted to go holding, you could go holding on every single play. Yeah, absolutely true. And that's the type of play that's going to cause the, fir- the win-loss on the first week of the season? I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and you're going to leave it up to the ref to go, as soon as he calls the penalty, the game's over. Yeah. The game is fucking over. Because here, they had scored the TD. Yep. But because there's a penalty, fuck it, the game is over. That doesn't even make sense. I went fucking nuts when he when that when he caught the ball in the end zone. And I didn't see the flag. Oh, yeah. I was screaming in my little tiny baby apartment out in Astoria. <laughs> the Greeks were wondering what was going on. Well, the Greeks are used to screaming from young boys <laughs> yeah. for a whole different reason. Greeks are fucked up. I was walking down the street the other day, well, and hold they, on, let me just sign. leave it at this. Greeks are <laughs> fucked up. There's a sign that said baby lamb and baby goats, and they had a dead baby goat skin hanging mm-hmm. in the window. Well, I, you, yeah, they're delicious. No, that's, no that, I don't even know. That's fucked up. Why would you? Come on. Well, you eat bacon, so that's a 
dead baby pig. Yeah, but goats, I mean, in some parts of the country, I know, for goat fucking at one point, but they're a domesticated animal. We don't need to skin them and hang them in the no, store window. No, they're not. There's no one has a goat as a fucking pet. Well, come to Crawford, and I'll prove you wrong, Mr. Bennington. Because <laughs> in my pasture, there are two yeah. goats that right. we never sold when I showed yeah, them, and they're pets. Why? They're pets. Guess why? Why? Because you, you have fucking steak there. In Greece, yeah. there's no cows. But we're not in fucking Greece. We're in New York City. It's America. Goats these, are not... Uh, but these people br bring their food over. Okay, have your food. I don't need you to skin it and hang it in the window for me to see when I walk by. You're, you're in off. their fucking neighborhood. No, you're in a Greek neighborhood. No, they came to my country. Your country? Yeah. You're from a fucking state that fought against this country. Greece has never warred against the United States. Texas has. Yeah, it's because so Greece is too lame down the, an army. The only fucking reason this is your country? Because yeah. you ain't badass enough to leave it. You tried to fucking go off on your own. We stomped your shit and laughed the whole time doing it. Don't fucking tell us. Don't ever start waving the American flag around here. Because uh -huh. if it was up to you, you would have been long gone. Now... Lincoln did fuck up because he should have just fucking waved. He should have. You know what? He should have went down, fucking kicked ass, freed the slaves, slaves, and then said, and now fucking go. That, that would have been the way to do it. It would have been the way to do it. And if, if the South was its own fucking country today, the, yeah. the pro we would have half the problems that we have now. Good. I'd, yeah. I'd still I'd still let to let you red state fucks take off. Here's Rick. You're on running Fez. Hey, Rustin. Yeah. Listen up, shit dick. You're talking about holding in the NFL. That yeah. guy had them in a rear naked choke almost. That's why I fucking no, said I didn't disagree all, with the call. We all agreed that it was a call, but to end the game on that, uh, you shit dick. Uh, it. What are you? Well, he you, called you, me a shit dick. I'm gonna call him a well, shit dick. Well, come up with something new. You just can't call him the same thing back. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. You can't be the cuddly little fucking yeah. puppy and then be like, get off my phones, you dickhead. <laughs> you can't be both those guys. Um, and also, it looks like you're taking a little Fez time here, because you were ready to talk about the boil? Oh, I, I have talked about the boil enough. All right, so back to Rustin? I, yeah. You, what I were you going to say? I guess so. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Mm. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Donald, Arizona, you're on Fez. Listen, I like the intern, but I'm from Texas. He's full of shit. You, we grew up eating goat. We, you can get goat at the butcher, barbecue it, have a keg party. Papacitos is a fa is a famous Mexican restaurant. They have it on special. It's called Cabrito. I don't know where he's coming from. So we don't hang them in the windows. You do go to the yeah. butcher shop, but we eat goat in Texas, and they eat a lot of it in Mexico. Oh, does this on. does this shock you, Rustin? No, I know. Well, I always knew that the Hispanic population was a big fan of eating the goat tacos. But that's my hope. My problem is that you don't need to you don't need to hang a, a, a baby goat in the window. I'm not so desensitized to to eating goats that I that I can see a skinned baby goat hanging in your window. It, it just it, makes me not want to come into your store. You there's great, not a lot of room great. in these stores. Uh, Chuck, you're on Fez. Ronnie B. Let me yeah. give you a little insight on Austin, Texas. Okay. Austin, Texas is not your typical southern city. Okay. Yeah, they got the cowboy boots and all that shit, but that's a liberal city. It ain't a red city. And Rustin, man, like, you can't, you can't be repping the south and be that liberal, man. Don't work like that. Uh, and you turned your back on Jesus as well, haven't you? Yeah, I guess some way. I, I think I turned my back on Southern Baptist. I don't. I, I totally disagree. I think the South, the Southern image, has totally been fucking co-opted by shitheads like Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. That's not what the South is, dude. 
there's the conservative Republican definitely exists there, but the whole right wing Christian bullshit that's Texas is, is the is the opposite of that. Texas is the oh right, hold on the place that gave us George W. Bush and mega churches yeah. is the exact opposite of right wing Christian. I think values. I think true Texans all call that kind of shit bullshit. I think most people understand that that's bullshit and that the people who buy into the George W. Bush and the mega churches, I don't I don't see them as being Didn't, uh, jo- didn't George W. Bush And George Bush is from fucking Connecticut. He's no. not from Texas. He just used that as his image builder. Didn't that's why he, it's such bullshit. Didn't he pull Texas vote by like 75 80%? Yeah. So how are they not buying into it? Ah, uh, yeah. They bought into it okay. in a big big way. Well, one, are you going It's tough to vote for John Kerry. Like I mean, being as crazy liberal as as, as mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be, John right, Kerry but, sucked too. But but at the <laughs> same time, he did carry a hell of a lot of states. So there's states that yeah. not only did your state vote for him, but I think at the highest percentage of any other state. And yet you sit here and tell us, don't be caught up in the eighty percent of the people <laughs> who feel that way. I'm not saying we're not gullible yeah. to a point. But I honestly don't think that that, uh, that that crazy kind of what the Republican Party is now. That uh, here's tea, they're my, not Tea Partiers. That's not the point here's there. Here's Mike. He's a fellow Texan. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, this dude's an idiot, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this place, it's so conservative down here. I just cut down a tree for a customer, and she made us pray before we cut the tree down. <laughs> why, why, would you do, <laughs> why would you do that? Why do you have to pray? She didn't want my workers to fall out of the tree. All right, that's not bad. I mean, everybody I come across is really, really religious. All right, thanks. Uh, here's Keith in North Carolina, your manifest. Hey, if they're called mega churches, how do they get so big? If most of the population didn't follow that shit, he hasn't. He just means himself. <laughs> you, you somehow you're you're proud of Texas and repelled by it at the same time. Yeah, it's a very strange relationship. Because well, I, I, I sincerely believe that. Texas is just used as the kind of uh, the symbol of all that and I would say that the current the modern day Republican Party has become. But I, I don't think that the true pe- the true Texans, the people that are really from there and down home, mm-hmm. I don't think they buy into a lot of it. Now, yeah, there's the mega churches in Houston, but that's I don't know if that's if you can if you can really call that a, a truly a hist- well, like a Well, they part elected Bush governor, too. And he was Against a good, another but he, was, but he was a good governor. He wasn't a hard right Christian conservative Tea Party governor. He was a decent governor. He didn't do much, <coughs> but he wasn't that crazy, uh, you know, all the way right. Here's here's John in Mississippi. <laughs> Roddy B. Yeah. This kid takes you on a roller coaster ride. You you love him one second, and two seconds later you're ready to fucking kill him. You know what the thing is, John? You love him, you hate him, you love him. It's like having your own kid. It's the same way. That you will He's feel got about. Out, yeah. He does. He's got it all figured out at 19. Here's Stephen, Wisconsin. You're a manifest. Hey, man. I was just calling. The Texas Board of Education just approved this crazy conservative oh, curriculum. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. You know, he's <laughs> not, now not only are you conservative there, you are the most conservative place that we have. But there's a, such a difference between conservatism and the Tea Party, the mixture of that Baptist. And, and I think that it's definitely been co-opted. The leadership has definitely been taken away from the. I would say that roots. you're more but, you're more conservative than the Tea Party people. The Tea Party people at least have a libertarian streak to them. Where I think, the, to me, the image that you guys have is uh, kill people, you know, 
death row. Yeah. Uh, hate abortion, hate pot. See, but that's the you image. You know, send people away. I think the, the... Mega churches. In the Texas, in Austin, I mean, the true... I mean, the down home, what they were considered conservatives, they used to be called Texas Democrats. I mean, that's what that's where that kind of became. What is it, the... Yeah, but that's a whole different way of looking at it. That's before those parties really started to. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think that sense is I'm, still I'm not there. Say, I'm not saying Republican or Democrat. Yeah. I'm saying conservative. Yeah. No change. Jesus. Blah blah blah. Guns. It's not a bad thing. It's just who you people but are. I don't think it was something that they wanted to legislate. They may have said we don't like. Pot, we don't like, we love guns, but I don't think it was something they wanted to push on people until he, this conservative party became so uh, so overbearing. No, in the 70s, if you got busted with a joint in Texas, it was a gigantic fucking problem. Some people went away for 20 years. Rolling Stone used to do fucking stuff. Yeah, but if you get busted with a joint in New York, you still, I mean, you still got problems. Like, it's still, it's still illegal. You're not doing 20 fucking years, dude. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that Texas is some liberal, is some bastion of the liberals and Southern, but I think there's, there's the right, we're gonna prevalence pick, of Southern Democrats is there. We're, we're going to pick up on this at another time, because we're at the the show and Fez, you're going to give us updates on how your boil's doing. Absolutely. Bang. Hicks, uh, see you back in here tomorrow. Okay. Also, right. I'd like to thank Dave from Minnesota for the Carton of Marlboro Reds he sent me. Whoa! Very, very appreciative. Thank you. I didn't know we were doing send a, send a carton to to Chris. Cartons for Chris. Yeah, cartons for Chris. Why? Well, doesn't <laughs> doesn't hurt anybody. I like it. Well, your lungs, maybe. Huh? <laughs> All right, that's it for us tonight. Uh, enjoy your Monday night football tonight. Um, and by the way, I just found out Texas, most liberal state in the union. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Stop.